Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing? Welcome to the Y Day Podcast. This is your host, Dante. And we're going to tap into a different kind of episode today. Um, it's going to be Dare to Sip and Chat. I know last week we talked about a lot of different things. But this time we're going to you know, take it a little easy. Uh, have a sip and chat with my man Red Pill and Donish on this episode. And we're going to dive deeply into our experiences when we were drunk, our drunk talks, or possibly our drunk experiences that we had. I was going to talk about that during St. Patty's Day, but I'm going to tap into it on this episode. So, not going to take too much of your guys' time. Let's get into the episode. And, uh, and I'm at a point in my life now where I'm like, again, like I'm watching. I'm always watching other people. I'm always learning from other people's mistakes. I'm always seeing what happens when their dating isn't working out. I'm actually pulling back from promiscuity. I actually think that I think right now the real rebellion and the real way to kind of like be counter to, because people, you know, I'm starting to feel like there's a little bit too much free love going on. I hate to say that, but I think you are too promiscuous. And I think hookup culture is now becoming detrimental to long-term family planning. And so I think when I look, think about what I want in the future, it's, it's me pulling back from that, right? So, I, and I, you know, if you were talking to me like a few months ago, I've been like, yeah, you know, we, we're bagging up bodies and we're just doing what we're doing. But I'm at a point in my life right now where I look at what I want to accomplish and what do the winners do? You look at all the, the winners. Look at the best um, combat athletes. Look at the best entrepreneurs. You look at the best political minds. Look at the best scientific minds. All these motherfuckers are married. And they've been married for a long time. Why is that? What do they know that we don't know? And I'm well, 24. Do I really want to wait until I'm 35 to figure this shit out? All the women are used up. Or all the women hate men. Like, I'm not trying to figure that out. So I'm at a point now where I'm like, I, I think I'm pulling back from that. I'm kind of thinking like, okay, how often do I need to have sex? How often do I really need to go on dates? How often do I need women around? You know? Yo, yeah, what's up, guys? We are here live in effect. Yeah, we got our uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Y Day Wednesday. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, man, it's just you and I today, man. I mean, I'm sure, you know, how you feel about that? How you, how you, you good? I'm so- <laughs> you, you ready? Great. You ready? Episode. I'm it's ready. Always, it's always a popping episode every time. Come on now. Every time I'm on. Oh, every time you're on? <laughs> Every time you want. <laughs> All right, let me go live on here too. Let's go. He said every time he's on. We'll see. I mean, uh, it's gonna be a sip and chat day today. I do have a few crazy questions to ask. I mean, red pill. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I have a lot of stuff to say, but no, 
we have to have the drinks. What is the drink of choice today? What are you, what are you, what are you sipping on today? Today it's a Gallo family Cabernet Sauvignon. Gallo, oh, shout out to Gallo, man. I used to work there, at Gallo, and down in uh, Turlock. Yeah. Uh, mine's is typical beer, but it's Modelo. Modelo. Negra. <laughs> Drink Guinness, dude. Uh, I, I usually get into Guinness. I usually do, but not this time. Not this time. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, she said, "Yum." What's up, Mrs. Ordinary? Yo. All right. Um, what to before we start? You already know what I have to do before we start. Fucking horn. Max Savage's favorite uh, sound effect. <laughs> that is the beginning of this episode. Yes, I'm going to start trying it all the time. People are going to be so sick of me doing that. But, you know, whatever. It's, it's whatever. It's my podcast. Your arm, bro. Yeah, your yeah, arm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with you them. You start your own podcast, get your own sounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well... I'll take a cheers for that. All right. Okay, my man. Like, this is a tip and chat, man. You know, I I know I told you I sent you the, a text message of uh, all the shit that happened through that TikTok video. You never even sent me the link to the TikTok video. I still haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yo. Yo. So is it the clip <laughs> of Lee Len? It was a clip of you and Lee Len going at it about um uh, the what makes a man a man. That one I posted on Instagram. When I tagged you in, yeah, that's the video. <laughs> oh man, yes, nice haircut, very clean. Someone said oh, nice haircut. Oh, let's look at the drip real quick. Let me see the drip real quick. Show them the drip. Hold on, wait a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you know how to get, finally get in the chair and get right with the barber. Um, I've been getting beard trims now, so like it's just been. Now, once you start like get, once you've seen your beard all cleaned up, now you're like you have to. Before I would just get lineups and I would just let it bang, but now it's like actually shaped to my face and it's like all right, man. Sorry. Yeah, look at that, me man. Look at my beard, man. I'm just looking like rugged out here, man. Looking like Kimbo. We're 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 tone at man. <laughs> where my where my barber at, man? <laughs> where he at? <laughs> hey, why am I? Why are we so close together right here? Why why is this? Why is it doing that? What up, Donish? Yo, I guess it stepped in the building. Yo, what's up? Why is it hella close to him? All right, there we go. All right. I had to get the drip real quick. I had to zoom in real quick. Yeah, man, Donish. Uh, hey, it's all good. Uh, but I sent you the email, Donish. So, you know, if you want to hop in, you can. We are just talking about a TikTok video, man. So... I can go to the video, the, the comments on here, man. The comments were just, I didn't have to say anything really technically. I right. kind of sat there and just watched it all kind of uh, unfold. And I was like, yo, people are just, man, yo. Trip. You triggered, I triggered a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. The dudes on it, it's exactly how women. So you guys, if you guys haven't known, like it's on the TikTok, I'll send you the link. I'll try to remember myself to send you the link. But it was a video that we posted. It was talking about what makes a man a man. Red Pill asked that question to Lee Lynn. 
and she uh, kind of deflected the question <laughs> from what I'm told, from what I was kind of saying. I'm not picking on Leland, but it was kind of talking about that. I was like, oh, cool. Um, all right. <laughs> and then you said she answered it and then she asked a question to you. And then uh, Kylie was like, well, why don't you ask a question with a question? And we're just like, that's what triggered people. That part right there is what triggered the dudes the most. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, man, yo. Well, that's hilarious. I'm watching the clip right now. I'm wearing the same jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the same fucking outfit. It's Take it off. Take it off, man. <laughs> oh, man. He wearing the same jacket. I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> hey, man, it's drip, man. Did you have the same haircut? Nope. You did not, sir. Same fade. Not. It's a little bit longer on top. Yeah, you're a little bit longer, man. So <laughs> you were doing the ball cut for a while. You were doing the ball hairstyle for a while. Then you changed it up, man. So Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, it was just like I was oh, in, in my life. Where I was just like, man, I don't want hair right now. Like, I just don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. So I was shaving every day. I loved it. I wish I could go back. Everybody else hated it. Yo, Donish just stepped in the building. What's up, man, man? Whoa, whoa. Donish, what's good? What's up, dude? My bad, man. I didn't even know you sent me it. Thanks for hey, telling I me. Sent, I sent it just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you cool. Gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta warn a person so he can look pretty, man. Come on, man. Hey, hey, it's cool. It's You're fine. I got I got I gotta stay with Markel's level, man. <laughs> I actually have a you call it um i got a modeling gig on sunday modeling gig hey. saturday saturday yeah um there's a clothing brand in the stanford mall and they asked me to be one of their trunk show models oh, did they see your lineup and be like hey you got to be a model man hey, he's no, got the stature he's a tall i, I, have, a, I have a friend African-American. and i and i got it yeah, he's so they wanted one girl one guy i applied for it also because like uh when it comes to modeling, most times as a model, you get able to fit the sample size of the clothes. Yeah. And so my uh, my leverages, my, my proportions and measurements all just added up. 33 waist, uh, like 40, 41 chest. It just, it's easy. Go off, yeah. King. My, my bad, man. My bad, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying <laughs> to. We're all looking all rough out here. This man's looking at us. <laughs> I don't want to cover him. So I didn't know you were going to look like I'll, I'll fly like this. Usually... I keep myself cleaned up, but my, my barber, man. Well, after I'm I right. fucking lost to Donish for best beard, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm going to come through this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all better know that I'm three fire signs out here. I'm competitive. I like to win. Hey, as long as it's positive, that's all that matters, man. Hey, mm. hey you know, that's how it is. That's how it be. We, we, we got we to uplift each other. We don't need to bring each other down. You know what I mean? That's yeah, right. That's, a, that's I right. I like that positive shit, man. Oh, we used to have uh, the whole wide day group chat. Like, it was yeah. funny how, like, no matter, even if we disagreed, the guys would never argue with each other in the group chat. Like, we would never beef with each other in the group chat. And unfortunately, the women used to just go at each other like every other day. They did. They did. They were like, and they just didn't know how to be friends. But the guys would like, literally, someone would say something that's like completely just ass backwards. And I'd be like, all right, I'm just not going to comment on that. Because I'm not finna sit here and tell down my own brothers, like, in the group chat in front of everybody else. You know, the wild thing is, only thing I've ever seen is 
women getting along and men tearing each other down. Where? where? So you say where? Where? I need to go talk to these dudes. This, this, was, this was the environment I had growing up, man. That's why I didn't really deal with dudes like that. Oh, that makes sense. Actually, I mean, I, I mean, like we see fights in the club and shit, in the bar, but it might be, it's always over like some kind of girl or some shit. Yo, never... that's the first time I ever really seen no, some beef, like when some dude started some, some, some shit over a girl. Yeah, that's, that's the only usual. time I ever really see big beef. Um, or if one dude just getting roasted a little too much, he's finally at it. Like those times, <laughs> like I've ever seen, like really just beef in between guys. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Was, like financial business matters, but I don't say too much. I've seen I've seen people like break up with their girls and then their homie sliding into the DMs like two seconds later. I'm just like, Jesus, where's the loyalty here? None. None no, whatsoever. When I tell you, like, I've been cockblocked. I've had some major cockblocks happen in my life. And it's just like I don't understand why. I even even when I was when I was younger and I didn't really like I hadn't grown into my personality yet. I hadn't grown into like my energy yet. So I was all over the place. I had to like direct my passion towards the proper things. Right. Right. Um, so basically I was just super young and obnoxious. But it was like, I always was like, man, don't, don't, don't ever like cock block another guy. It was one of my big principles. It's like, if a dude's trying to get his, let him get his. If you want her and you're not afraid to compete, go for it. But just know the juice is rarely ever worth the squeeze when you do that. Especially yeah. when you because when you're homeboys, like the juice is almost never worth the squeeze. Kind of like what you were saying last week. If if a, a homie's feeling a girl, uh, you know it, that that's kind of like his thing. I'm not I'm not going to go out of my way for it. That's the same way that I kind of approach it. It's just like if I see someone pretty, but then the homie's like, "Yo, I'm going after that." I was just like, "All right, do your thing." You know, plenty of fishing to see. Absolutely, it's like go ahead because she got friends. She got friends, so it's just like, all right, put me on, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of, so I've experienced a lot of cock blocking. I don't know why. I don't know why guys did to each other. Yeah. Like, women are out here like, they are giving it up like they have never gave it up before. What you got to cock block me for? You know what I mean? They're giving it up like they have never ever given it up in the history of history. Right. Why you gotta cock block me? Go get your own. That's, That's what they gotta do. They feel like they need to do that. Don't know why, but and then we won't lose. I've never been cock cock blocked by a guy and then he got that girl. So we just both losing. We just yeah. crabbed in a barrel right now. Why would you do this? Right? Or you know, it's just it's it's crazy. That should just be so trite. Like I'm getting married now thinking about it. That's you know Funny thing too is every time I try and talk about men uplifting other men and not bringing them down, I always got somebody saying, "Man, shut up! We don't need to hear all that." Blah blah blah. And it's just like, it's the truth, man. Like, come on now. I mean, this is exactly exactly that. You know, I, I talk about men uplifting men all the time. I always call my fellow brothers kings, shahs, czars, all kinds of shit. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm very much into the the, the, the masculine movement. Right. But it's just some men, they don't want to admit that there's an issue there, right? They don't want to admit the fact that at, we're not banding together like brothers. Right. And like, and not, you know, like the bond between two men working towards a single goal, nothing really stronger than that. You know, they conquer, there's biblical stories about that. Just two dudes went and just would go conquer something or two brothers or go do this thing or 
or especially the stories of like ancient myths about creation. There's like one creator father God and he had two sons who then went like became this thing, one became that thing, and they were complementary to each other. Like brotherhood is so important, and a lot of guys act like all this lone wolf shit is so cool. Because a bunch yeah. of people who make it and they say, I, I'm self-made, I did it on my own. Bullshit, man. Bullshit. You never slept on your homie's couch. You never asked your homie for 20 bucks. Your homie never gave you a shout out to that one person who needed that shout out to. Facts. No. You want to know the crazy thing? I was reading something on the Greek gods and just and the Titans, just like Zeus, all of them. And I'm into all that stuff. So just reading about how they all work together as a unit and just like, man, it was it was a bunch of kings working together. Of course, Zeus was the you you was that guy, but it was it was it's a it's a it was a band of brotherhood working together even with king arthur and his knights nobody was below anyone everybody worked together and equal right and if you uh there's a book called way of men by jack donovan and the whole book is about like gang mentality the whole book's about like as a man like every man needs a gang yeah and we're not thinking like street gangs but it's like tribes also work or your little commune also works, but like every guy needs like three or four other guys in his life. A little commie. commie. <laughs> so just, I caught that. I caught that. I said commune. commune. I thought you said commune. I was like, oh shit. My bad. No. Shout out to bros. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. That's all right, man. Subject for tonight. You know, it was supposed to be sip and chat, man. And I actually was going to talk about a few other things. Uh, one being, I know, right? So much to talk about. So much to talk about, right? Um, you know, we can even talk about the TikTok, right? But I also want to, as we go on, I want to ask certain questions. I wanted to bring it up in my one of my episodes during St. Patty's Day. It happened yeah. on a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and then uh, someone just commented. It was kind of funny uh, <laughs> on my Twitch. But I want to uh, talk about like the most crazy experience you drunk experience you had with because you know Ooh. drunk people liquor up and they you know I remember Red Pill was out we was out what back when things were opened up he was getting a little drink he get, got a little uh, got a little tipsy there and uh, oh yeah 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 like I forgot about that you was like, you ready to fight somebody for for <laughs> somebody I was all over the place that night man you know you were it you was, were uh... he was wearing them tight pants on. And, Oh, girls are just all of them. Them girls are like thirty some. He's like twenty four, young, young thing. They just in there just on him. I was like, yo, bro. So you know, what I'm saying we had oh, some crazy experiences. Say to, uh, oh god, what did I say to homeboy? I was like, yo, just pick a girl. Which girl you want? I'll fight her boyfriend. Just pick a girl. Any girl her you want? Boyfriend, I'll fight him. I'll bring her to you. But it's just because like I've always been on that like help your homies. Like always, like all you got to ride for the gang. You got to ride for your crew. You got to oh. ride for your. So, so here's a, someone comment. He said, I want to talk about whether or not the balding guy gets bitches. I'm not gonna say the word, but I said it. He said it in his quote. Okay. I'm not calling women. It's just, you know, I don't want but I'm balding. Like, come on. That's why I'm wearing a hat. Uh, so like it, it's possible, bro. You're good. You're yeah, good. Um, You're I good. was on Twitch. Yeah, I was on Twitch. Ooh. I was I was dealing with hair loss for a good minute and um I was completely bald, and even that time, I had to like be okay with it and just be like, "All right, you know what? Just a new look. Let's do this." 
Yeah, just cut it all off, man. Honestly, ball look is it. He Red Pill even he had the ball hair for for a little bit. He had the bald head. You got my IG. I was literally shaving with the razor ball. Yeah, every yeah man. Full ball, man. It don't matter. Bald beard, you good, man. That makes it look more hair. Hair is cool. But you look more authority than anybody can. True. Hope that answers your question. Hope that helps you. Homeboy talking shit. Let me see your hairline. Drop Ooh. the hairline. Let me see if hmm? your shit receding. Let me see that. <laughs> My hair is not <laughs> receding. Let me, let me see your receding, hairline. Do your beard connect? You know. Uh, your beard connect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we want to talk about the beard. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the top part. People call me bald bull, you know? But you know what I'm saying? If you can see it. So I'm hey, one of those dude, you know I what I use? Sure. You know what I use though? I use a cheat, a hack. I use this shit, man. You know what I'm saying, yeah, I'm not gonna do that when I start balding for the shave, bro. I put that shit on the top, man. You ever seen me in a hat? You know, for over two years, you ever seen me wear a hat in my life? <laughs> I tell you, you don't so, wear hats. I don't wear any hats, dude. I so, wear I wear a beanie when I'm working out early in the morning, and that's it. You know what I'm saying, we out here, man. Come on, man. Wait, you're 24. Yeah, you still you still got the good hair. Whoa, whoa, all hair is good. Oh, hold right, on, wait a minute. You. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Chill. gonna like, I'm, gonna go them, but I'm really just not worried about it. Like, my pops got full head of hair, my mom got full head of hair, both my grandparents on both sides got full head of hair. The only thing is, both my parents started graying hella early. Mm. So, it's by the time I'm 27, I'll probably have a bunch of grays. So the problem what I have when people say, Oh, yeah, you know, you go and get the balding from your mom's side of the family, and I'm like, Man, my. Both my parents, my, my my grandpa had full set of hair on my mom's side. So I think that's all fake. That's false. But my dad was balding. So it was like, man, it's not true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we can talk about that. Road game don't work. Uh, I don't know about Road that. Road game don't work. Uh, it, it, it's facing me on some wonders, man. I'm just going to no. say. Road game do not work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stay over there, so man. Let's go back to uh, what was the topic. So it was the drunkest experience we ever had. Mm. Yeah, drunkest experience. Let's say drunk dating experience. Ooh. Yeah, we can do those. Drunk texts, all drunk right. all that shit. All right, that that. more relevant to the podcast. I'm trying to think here. Hey, I was drunk talking about this podcast before I even had it. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna retell the the infamous story of when I went full Kelsachi, I went full Red Pill. When I was <laughs> at the club with Dante, uh, zero to one hundred. I don't know about that, but he was he was definitely <laughs> on some other shit. I was definitely like, "Hey, we pulled some girls off." <laughs> we pulled something. I mean, I did. I was going. You know what, man? The, the funny thing about that whole situation, there was a girl that wanted to take me back home, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't." I drove my boys. She's like, "Oh, leave them. They they're grown. They can take Uber." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm a good friend." I'm not going to do that to my homies, man. You know what I mean? Homies over hoes. You know the whole thing, man, on, on boondocks. We don't, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, no, nah, I can't do it, man. I can't. And I told Red Pill after I got, I was like, man, this girl, this girl wanted to take me back home that night, man. She was trying to liquor me up. She was liquoring me up, too. Like she Who was, was, those, like, who was those two? Those two it girls, It was a Hispanic right? girl. Yeah, it was like that. Latina yeah, it was her and her little friend. She was getting me like all liquored up. She's like, I just want to get you liquored up so I can take advantage of you. She was paying for the drinks, by the way. She was going ham. She was ready to just boom. And I told her to in the car. Yeah. And she like lived like maybe down the street from, I think, from the club. She wasn't too far. And I told Red Pill, Red Pill's like, be honest, I would have left your ass. I would have told your ass, <laughs> I could take Uber back. 
Yo, that's exactly what he told me. And I was like, you know what, man? Next time it happens. <laughs> no, not even that's so funny, to the audience, man. For the <laughs> men, how many of you would leave your friend behind and how many would actually give him a ride back home that's, that's and still go, go do the work? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't take it personal. If Red Pill did that to me, I would be like, all right, man, he's going to get it in. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to hate him for it. I'll be mad, but I'm like, it'd be different. Out. If I was his ride, like, I would have to one either make sure he's okay or trying to like arrange some ride home. I couldn't just be like, bro, I like I couldn't just be like your ass. I, I wouldn't leave it. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be SOL. But it was like so I was uh there was that girl that I was I was messing with by the the water little water little drink station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's you know I'm, I'm kissing her a little bit and then we're making out and she's like oh, you know come back. Um, come back with me and I was just like mm, I want my homies I can't really uh go back. I didn't want to go back. I didn't, you know, I was like, I was going to ride home. And she lived around the corner, so it was like, I didn't want to leave the homies, but also I just didn't want to go home with her. But, yeah, you could have left. I mean, that would have made things easier for me, though. If we were to communicate, that's the problem with things dudes need to understand. We don't communicate shit when we go to the we club. Don't. We kind of just figure you the shit know. out. You don't communicate shit. No, nah, man. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. You don't communicate nah, shit. Nah, nah. Well, you, you, you see, that's the funny... You already you had someone tape. lined up, but you didn't. You got to check that. Like that. that would have made my job easier. I'm like, all right, cool. All I got to worry about is Josh. Cool. <laughs> but Josh was like smash. He was like definitely, he couldn't, he couldn't operate anything. He couldn't operate a phone. He can, you know what I mean? He was all fucked up. Yeah. So he, so yeah, he, he was, he was pretty, because we were doing, uh, we were at uh, our homie's uh, housewarming and then we were drinking a little bit and he was DJing that same night. Shout out to uh, Heartbreak Asian. But, uh, but yeah, so he, we went to his place and then he was spinning at a club and we just went with the follow through. So I wasn't trying to, I mean, it, it happened, but we just went and that's what kind of happened. And we're, we were getting pretty drunk, but it wasn't the craziest night. I hope that wasn't the crazy. That was the only crazy thing that you and I did. We're talking about things where I'm not there. The crazy situations. I think one. This, this one isn't my craziest, but it's definitely like a, a story that imparted a lot of wisdom on me going on in the future about getting myself in bad situations with women. Um, I was at a house party. I think I was like fresh out of high school. I might have been a senior in high school. Um, anyways, I went to this house party. You know, the works, like everything you see in the movies, there's substances, there's liquor, there's girls, people are dancing, people are like jumping in the pool. Someone started a fire in the backyard. Full on house party. Anyways, I ended up. Uh, there was this girl there who, admittedly, I wasn't attracted to her. Like I really just was not attracted at the time. I wasn't very mature, and I was like, "Oh, this is a layup, right?" Anyways, I'm I'm beyond smashed at this point. Drink way too much. Start like texting this girl for friends on uh, Instagram. I send her a bunch of emojis, and I send her like two little people running. And the next message was a bed. And the next message was a question mark. The next message was looking at emojis. Oh, wow. And then she was just like, because she was the roommate of the person who owned the house. She had her own room. Right. And then she was like, oh, like, she like sent looking at emojis. And one was like, sent the green check mark. And we we're just like, you know. So I ended up going back to her in her bedroom. And as like, as the thing started happening, I had that moment of like, last minute hesitation. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. <clears throat> Like, I, I don't want to do this. And she's she's naked. I'm, like, naked at this point. And obviously, I don't want to do this. I'm super drunk. 
So it's not working at this point. So she starts having a crying breakdown because I'm having a, like oh, a malfunction, damn. right? But this is also one, me not wanting to go through with this. And then two, also me being incredibly intoxicated. Right. And so I'm sitting there now and she's crying and I'm sitting here like, okay, how do I get out of here? So I'm like, look, it's not a big deal. I just put my clothes back on. I give her her clothes. I'm not going to say anything. And she starts crying about, oh, you don't think I'm pretty. You don't think I'm beautiful. And I'm getting ready to leave. And then she grabs me and like just yanks me back to the bed, right? This is before I was like really lifting weights. So I was tiny, tiny, like 170 at the time. Yanks me back to the bed. And she goes, you have to stay here for the next 20 minutes. And I said, why? And then she goes, because people are gonna, aren't going to believe we had sex if you leave right now. <laughs> so I ended up staying in the bed with her for 20 more minutes, just, just, just cuddling and just talking about the party. And then afterwards, I got up, I left, and everyone's asking me, like, bro, did you? And I just got to be like. And so she didn't tell anybody I misfired, and I didn't tell anybody I didn't bang her. And that's. Uh, wow. That's <laughs> Hey, it worked out though, I guess. Yeah. Never went to that back to the house again. They had parties every weekend. Never went back after that. I was just beyond embarrassed. Damn. Mm. Damn. Interesting, man. Um Truth wisely. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. Don't be because... chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don't be chaotic. So, so you saying this that people still know to this day that you guys hooked up? Oh man, none of those guys follow me. If they're watching, and this comes out and they see this, it's like six, five, four or five years ago, man. They're like, what? He lied to us. He told me he did. I mean, technically, he didn't. He just showed them the hand sign thing that he just did with the. Yeah. What's that hand sign again? What's the hand sign? What's that hand sign again? I'll show you just a second. <laughs> What's that hand Shout sign? out to my twin. She got me. Um, like an aerator for a wine bottle, and it's a tiger head. Shit's so badass. Oh, I was about to say, man, that's some white tiger Power Ranger shit right there. Oh, Fucking yes. But anyway, I was thinking like we should lie in right here. Like, when someone's asking you a question and you can't confirm or deny, you just gotta be like, <laughs> "Hey, that, I'm gonna try that from now on." Deny, and he'd be like, "Nah, tell me, tell me." You'd be like, "Man, I don't know. I don't know what to say." And that's how you just, you just play that up. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I don't believe All in right. lying, but commission is your best friend. Okay. Mm. All right, man. I know, Donna, Don, you don't know, but I, I told um, Red Pill to have some liquor. I'm not sure if you drink. You, you don't drink, do you? Uh, it's month of Ramadan, so I'm not drinking. Oh, this shit. Month. Yeah. Shout out to Happy Ramadan. Do I say that? Is that proper? Uh, yeah. That, that oh, okay. Works. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't happy, know how to say it. Happy Ramadan. Ramadan. Hey, what's up? Ramadan. <laughs> oh, guess who steps in the building? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Kim Davalos. Kim? The Kim Davalos? Davalos just stepped in. What's up, Kim? Davalos. Davalos. What's up? What's going on? It's, it's, about, to, it's about to turn up now. Kim's here. I know. I don't, I don't know how to say, what to say, man. I don't know what else we can say. What can we say? That's just Kim here. You can't say, say the B word. Don't be saying the B word. <laughs> don't say that. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, um, Linus, man, what you got, man? Do you uh, have any stories? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> or not. It's all good. Uh, so one was a uh, 
what's it called? Um, it was a birthday party in uh, LA. Um, we, and my buddy actually had to go uh, pick up his sister's car because she had had gotten a DOI. And um, it was just one of those nights. I was like, you know what? It's LA, it's the first time here. I'm gonna enjoy myself, you know? And uh, just, uh, it was, the alcohol got a little too, too much of Hennessy Black, man. A little too much. Um, uh, anything yeah, is man. possible, man. Anything is yeah, possible. Anything is possible. So, anything is possible. And, let's talk about our sponsorships. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know if what happened like after uh, hours because I woke up on a floor with a pillow and uh, there's a girl on the bed and, and there's like three other people in the same room. So I was just like, was this like some orgy party or what the hell happened here? I didn't remember shit. I asked Were everybody you? else, didn't remember shit. It was just like, um, yeah, it was one of those nights that was just like, oh, well, it happened. You guys had your kidneys, right? No one lost their kidneys. So you don't got no yeah, kids yeah. running oh, around like or shit, man. Some kids <laughs> running around. Maybe you have a child somewhere. Yeah, nine months later. Yeah, nine months later. <laughs> you ever just get a call? You might get a text pretty soon, like, hey, I think child my support. Dad. Man, <laughs> uh, wrap it up twice for me, man. Always. How do you remember? You don't know. You don't know what you did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you don't know what you did last. No one even remember what they did last summer. That's what there's a movie hey. about it. Man, that, that movie <laughs> gave me like nightmares when I was a kid. Oh man, yeah. Oh, what's yeah. up, Tower? What's up, Tower? Um, I know who you and are. And then it was a bachelor party. Uh, oh, bachelor we, party. We got, yeah, we got. Never um, works out. We got completely hammered and took those Google scooters all around downtown San Jose, and we were just. I, I'm pretty sure I like fell off that thing like three times, and then woke up with like. Felt like I had two broken hips. Fuck that, man. We're talking about like stuff with like I'm women in it, man. man. I, I want to hear like the juicy gossip. Not like you hurt. We all hurt ourselves when we're drinking. Like that happens. Uh, we're talking uh, about like crazy situations when you're like, damn, I woke up with like five girls on the bed. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like certain, like, you know, I want to hear the juicy like, gossip. Like, you know like, like, like that. We all we all we all hurt ourselves. I mean. I don't got stories like that, but I have some pretty crazy. I mean, interesting. Not saying crazy because it's like my story might not be as crazy as someone else. Someone's always going to top me up. But it was I had some interesting situations. <laughs> my 30th definitely was an interesting situation. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I don't recommend going to Vegas in your 30th. Only oh. 21. 21 and like 30. You should never go to Vegas. I've never had the Vegas experience, so I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, the people I, Vegas was, the once, people. I was uh I was 21. Actually, I think I was freshly 21 with like a family reunion. And uh I wanna go back. I wanna go back to Vegas, man. But I don't want to go to Vegas, bro. You know, you gotta go back to Vegas with some cash. Yeah, hmm. man. I mean, this one I was working like two jobs at the time, and uh I, it was a Labor Day weekend. My birthday is always on Labor Day weekend, so it's just <laughs> Is always churned. Mine's July Fourth weekend, so I feel you. Oh, see, so you know, you know. Um, <laughs> when you say like certain things, like man, do I have a kid somewhere? Like you know, I mean, things 
that like happened during that Vegas. Everything happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, man, dude. So we're on the podcast. What happened? I don't matter. I'm on a podcast. It don't matter. I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> so my thirtieth, yo. So I took my boy Keith. You know Keith, right? Shout out to Keith. Keith Lewis. <laughs> Forget Vegas. Go to New Orleans or Atlanta. Yes, I would love to go to Atlanta and those places. Actually, you know, Atlanta is a bad idea for me. Magic City. Are single heterosexual men. We're gonna get destroyed out there. <laughs> Like that's not a good sign. From California. From California. They have a bias out there. Black men. They look at you different. (laughs) They don't say we got the beard and we're straight. We're fucked. Yeah. You want to know something funny? I've actually I don't know if this is like a thing, but the southern women I've come across all look at uh brown men like they have never seen one before and it's like exotic to them really so you have a higher chance then if we go to the south man but we're gonna do a wide day trip dude trip atlanta we're gonna do <laughs> no it's a wide day road trip we're gonna first we're gonna go to we're gonna go to vegas then we're going to atlanta then we're going to miami oh uh, we gotta have like 20 g's or something saved up for that <laughs> sponsors where you at <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on it oh man Working on it. We work on the sponsorships here. Just like you're working on those t-shirts. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, the ones that he gave to other people and not y'all. Damn. Oh, right. Those ones. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> oh man. Got if we go on a trip, I will. <laughs> I will. If we go on a trip, I will definitely get. We'll get shirts. Okay. I will. That would push me to do get shirts. I will. If we if we can plan this. I'm down. I'm open to it. I'm open to do like a little. All we need is a U-Haul van, some shirts, and a couple GoPros. And this could be the most viral shit ever to the web. (laughs) And if we get it live there too, that would be be pretty dope. All we need. She said, Kim said, do it. Yeah, we should, man. That that (laughs) we have to record it. We have to do everything live. Like I don't I gotta figure out how people do the microphone and like talk to people. On the microphone in the street, I got to figure out how to do the wireless mic thing. But yeah, yeah, people do that either, man. It comes out pretty crisp too when they use it. That's why it's just like, how do you not get any sound stuck in that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta figure that out. But yeah, okay, Vegas. All right, so I went to Vegas, thirtieth birthday. It already started kind of fucked up because um, I, uh, I already got a ticket before I went to Vegas. I was smashing oh, yeah. trying to get there. And I was like, fuck, whatever. I'll worry about it later. So we get to a hotel and then um, Keith was like, Wait, you drove? I drove nine Oof. hour drive. Oh, last Lord. minute. Drive to Vegas. And we went out there and I was like, oh, man, fuck. All right, let's go. Right. So we got to the hotel. We checked in and we were only there for like maybe two days. I think it was Sunday and Monday. So we was missed Friday and Saturday. So we got there like Saturday night ish. Right. So we didn't really do shit because we we're all tired. So we woke up to do some Sunday. And uh, it was you know, Labor Day weekend, Monday. Everyone's off on Monday, so it didn't matter. It was like a four-day weekend. So, yeah, man. And then we went out there. <sighs> we started drinking already. We're like, a second, let's just go. It was already a rough already trip. Let's just, let's, let's go. So we, like, started. We went to breakfast before we, you know, we eat food in our system, right? <laughs> you need food, right? You need nourishment. So we went out there, and we're like, oh, cool, man. All right. 
And um, my friend, uh, my boy was like, we saw some girls like, oh, yeah, man, let's go talk to him. Right. And we we went to go talk to him. Like we were like kind of like buzz, like, yeah, man, whatever. You know, you got a little liquid courage. Let's go. Right. And then <laughs> didn't, we kind of talked to him a little bit, but they were going to go and then gave us like free drinks. We're like, oh, yeah, you guys are tickets. We're about to go. And you like, oh, shit. All right. Oh, you guys going to the, the after party, the, the day party today? He's like, yeah, we'll be there. We'll see you there. We're like, all right, cool. It was kind of a mess to get into that spot because they were crazy on dress code. We couldn't wear swim trunks or nothing white. It were, they were hella strict. How are you going to be strict on a, on a pool party? Whatever. So they were hella strict. It was like a hundred dollars. So I used it was I got my boy and myself in. We're like, let's just go. Let's turn up, man. I came here with cash. Like you said, you gotta come with money. You gotta come prepared, right? Wild the white day wild now. <laughs> yeah, so you have to. So we went there and we saw those same girls. I was kind of already I had like those old talk drinks. I was like, Yeah, man, fuck yeah, this is easy, right? It's nothing, right? Yo, I was I was like, Wait, I was one of the th- ones that comes in like the, the big, the big cups. Yeah, the, the little straw like and everything. Oh. oh, I don't know how you guys drink those things, man. They have too much sugar for me. I just oh, I feel like I'm getting like dehydrated and gonna have like, it, that's that's what happens. That's what they want you to do. They want you to dehydrate oh. so you can get more fucked up. Like that's a whole that's the whole reason why they do that shit in Vegas because it's so fucking hot, right? Like so go out there and i was like damn man it's the same girls and they had like a little it was someone else's birthday so i was like oh yeah what's up i sound i'm like i'm a little vip section with them i was in there talking to them and they were like who's this motherfucker like i i felt like they didn't want my ass there but i didn't give a shit i was like yeah my boy keith he was gone somewhere i couldn't find him i was like what's your friend i was like oh no where'd he go and then uh <laughs> so i don't know where he went i started drinking more i started talking to the uh bartender it was her birthday. We were taking cheers together. We were sitting there just turning up. And I started getting even more fucked up, right? I was like, oh, there's so many females here. Like, I'm about to, like, woo, right? Done. And then um, it got worse more and more. <laughs> I think there was a time where I was on stage. And it was like, who's ever birthday is there? Come on stage. We're like, come on, look. Like, come out. Like, we're like, cool. All right, yeah, man. It's my birthday, right? And then, like, I guess they had super soakers. And they put champagne in it or some shit. They wow. spray me with it. So I'm sitting there like, oh, like just get like all like just it's burning my eyes and shit. Like, oh. So I was like sitting there all kinds of messed up. My girls just laughing at me. Ah, like, I'm like, I might get no play. After this, like, this is done. This is not gonna work. It's done deals. So I was like, Fuck. I sat down, just kind of like looked at my life. I don't know what my boy was, I don't know where he was. Oh man. Uh, and then like everyone, all the girls were like getting taken. All the dudes were taking them. Like it was like there were there was like nothing left. It was like one girl, right? And I'm like, all right, fuck it. This is for my boy Keith. I I'm not interested. Whatever. I'm I'm done. So I was like, hey, like I we got a room. Come through, whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. I was like, all right, got her number. I was like, yeah, that's why I'm like drunk. Text her I'm like, yeah, just put your number in. Just put your number in. <laughs> <laughs> right, just fucking slurring my words and shit. And just put it in. Yeah, that's it. Right, so <laughs> she was fucking with me still, and I was like, yeah, whatever room three fifty one thing is what it is. Right, so fucking, I don't know what I was saying. So I watched my boy Keith. Like, hey Keith, man, where were you, man? Like, right, where were you? He's like, oh, it was hella hot out there, so I went inside. <laughs> so I'm sitting there on top of the table. Like yelling, what the fuck? Keith? And they're like, guys, hey, get down, man. Get down. I'm like, all right, sorry, sorry. 
I got back on the on the table again. Yeah, man, what the hell? I, I stand, stood up. Like <laughs> that's what Keith told me. This is the stuff Keith told me. He's like, yo, you were like kind of wild now, dude. So I don't know how I got to my room. And I was like, oh shit, that girl, right? <laughs> I texted her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it's like so Keith's like, Keith, there's a girl down in the lobby, just bring her out to the room. I, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm I'm done. Like I gotta rest for like because I had a plan to do uh it was Lil Wayne and um like Calvin, Calvin Harris performing. And my homegirl was working there at the spot she was inviting me out to. She said, Yeah, you guys got VIP, it's your birthday, you're good. I was like, Cool, well, let me just sober up at three o'clock. I should be cool. I passed out, and I was like, Fuck. I, Wait, three o'clock then, in the morning I, or afternoon? It was like 3 p.m. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was 3 p.m. I know I should have kept that here. Yeah, yeah, it was 3 p.m., bro. It was a day party. It was it started at 11. <laughs> hey, so, I'm that guy that probably need a nap too. Man. I was no, no it, it they ended it at like I think they ended it at three because I was there till they ended. So they ended at three. So I was like, all right, cool. Fuck. I wasn't faded. And I fucking like the girl was like up there stairs, like, who is this girl? And I, oh yeah, I invited her. Like, I was like, so I was like, Keith got it, man. I'm good. <laughs> Pass up right. There's more to the story, but you know, yeah. it was a little crazy. I don't know. I don't want to embarrass nobody on here, but is Keith on here? I don't want to. No, it's not Keith. Keith actually didn't do nothing wrong. He, he was kind of drinking and stuff, so he was kind of fucked up too. But uh <laughs> long story yeah. short, that girl was was ready. She was ready. She was thinking like it was gonna be two dudes hooking up her. Then I was like, nah, I'm good. Like I am like. This is like a white girl, like thick white girl, right? She was cool. And I was like, yeah, man, whatever. It's Keith, man. I'm right. <laughs> I'm too drunk to even deal with this. And then I woke up and Keith was gone. It was just a girl. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is she still here? <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was long story short. The girl was like, well, I'm going to get mine. And she's just like, I've been to bed, do whatever. And I was like, huh? So, Vegas was nuts. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. The girl was like, I'm getting mine tonight, so it don't matter, right? And wow. she just and I it was funny, like as I was like still doing it, Keith walked in. <laughs> Keith walked in the hotel. I feel like I got I was cheating. Like I feel like I got caught cheating. My boy was like, <laughs> Keith was like, yo, man, what are you doing? What's going on? I said, like, Oh, get out. Like, get out. I told the girl, get out. Like <laughs> oh, look, it's right now. If I know there's a, like, let's say, other situation, you just got to play it cool. Like, you walk in, and your dude's banging a chick, two chicks, you bang, he banging three chicks. Don't matter. Your dude's banging a dude. You walk in, you should be cool about it. Like, you just blinders on. You get your little red boy. You go to the bathroom. You wash your face. Chug that red boy. You get ready for the next thing. You don't, like, <laughs> if you're not comfortable <laughs> with your homie banging a chick that's yeah. in the same room as you, he's not really your homie. And you're not really good because, like, you being okay with him doing what he's doing in that moment is interesting. Him getting his nut, him not getting his nut. And are you a real homie if you're not like your homie get his nut? So, the crazy thing about that whole scenario, okay, later on that morning, like, Keith was like kind of pissed off at me. Like, the girl was out, and I was like, okay, cool. We kind of had to sober up to have this conversation later. So, we we discussed, and he told me, he's like, man, I was like, yo, Keith, you can't be like, bro, you can't like not talk to me this whole time, bro. Like, what's up? He's like, man, you know what the fuck happened? That fucking girl was ready to get fucking ran on, and you're fucking went to sleep and shit. 
I was like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, he's like, yeah, she was fucking ready. Like, you know, fuck, right? And then I see you doing shit. I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? Right? I was like, huh? Why didn't you whip it out? Right? So I told him, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey. I said, so, <laughs> like- so this girl was ready. I know you were ready. I was fucked up. You could have just done whatever you done. Throw her on the bed or whatever. You know I mean, do what you do. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Now that you make a point, I was like, yeah, man, like, just do you, man. Like, it's, hey, hey. <laughs> I I was out, <clears throat> done. I wouldn't even known that you did that shit. I was I would have I would I wouldn't even known it happened. Like I'd have been like, cool, huh? But it was I just mean, a funny scenario. He had to do like I love my boy. Aaron, she would have woke up and you still would have been there, and then you would do whatever you had to do, and it would have been done. It'd been a done deal. So, yeah, but like it is. I love my boy. Like he's my homie. Like it's just a laughable story. I hope you don't get really upset about it. But like it's a laughable story to me. Because, like, we've been plotting it since we was, like, like young. Yeah, we grew up now. We don't do that shit no more. But, like, at one point, we always thought, like, man, I would love to, like, like train, do do this. Like, do one girl, too. Like, I, I want to just run. To, like, you know what I mean? We thought about these things. So it was just, like, nothing wrong with it. But we're, like, it's the funny scenario. We get these situations where it doesn't happen. We're just, like, man, what the hell is going on? So <laughs> I got a question. I love my boy, Donish. man. He's the homie, man. We, we... Donish. What's up? You and your boy out to a party. There's a girl who's filling both of you. Are you having a threesome with your homie? <laughs> are y'all finna, are y'all finna, finna Eiffel Tower this chick? He can no. have it. It's not that serious for me. No, but she's she wants she wants both of you. Oh, so like, like you know, are you guys gonna you're gonna take turns at the same time? Are you about it? Would you? I I Honestly, I couldn't because if my homie stuck it in in her already, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't That's do it. That's respect, man. You don't have to go down on her. No, nah, you don't but have to go down on her. Just tag team, but you know, guys you're do that rubbers. shit. You're wearing rubbers, you know. Yeah, man. That that right here, I'm just like I can't. I wouldn't be I'm able. Just to. like don't you know, make. He's a, a good hearted. Don't 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 try to corrupt my. Don't try to corrupt him, man. Don't try to get in his head. I'm just asking him. <laughs> don't try to, <laughs> no, don't try to get in question. his head, man. Look, he's a good dude, man. He's you know what I mean. He's he's better than both of us right now. Okay, he's he. he you I know mean, what I'm saying? Like to be real with y'all, like whenever it, I go out with the friends, um, I was always the DD and like the dude that was just chilling at the bar while everybody yeah. else was probably around talking to women. Yeah. Okay, I was kind of just like that low key person always. So. Yeah, don't, don't try to. Do, he said it get up in his head. I can, I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. I have never been in that position in my life. He said. So what, someone said, a, "What if I've super never been in a position where we tag teamed a girl or we took turns with a girl?" In fact, I'm I'm not even. I never have either. Any of my homies. My Actually, homies has why. a lot of my homies done it. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how my homies they do done it. it. I, I can't do that. It's never. Like I never. Maybe it's not meant to be, but like I, I thought thirtieth was that. That was the. That was gonna happen. And I was like, "Oh, didn't happen, right?" Things happen, right? Someone's not, someone's drunk, passed out. I think if we would throw her on the bed, I'd be like, "Whoa!" And then we're just done, whatever. Like, you know what I mean, like, I think it, I don't think it would have mattered to me at that point. Like, accidentally make skin contact when it's buddy uh, dying right now. Kim's dying. She's out laughing. So this is the conversation like supposed to have on like. Go ahead. Like, I've been in those instances, but I said, man, that's all you. I'm good. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. there's, no, there's, like, I have brought girls to my homies. Like, I have absolutely brought girls to my homies. I'm I always do. No them. doubt. Oh, every yeah, girl, that, every that. girl that I mess. I've never had a homie bring a girl to me. And stuff every. Like yeah. Yeah. Get and better then, homies. My, we talk like. 
So, so yeah, my homies can tell me. They can agree with me. Every girl that I brought to them, that was a girl that I was talking to, that was their friend. Their friend looks better than the one I was talking to. So not knocking it. Not knocking it. But, like, I've, I've always... They, they were like, yo, like, she, yo, I was like, yo, you better get it in, man. Like, sh- come on, man. But it's just like, I've always been like, I didn't, it didn't matter to me. Like, I get more excited when my close friends get it in. Like, it's like, yo, man, you got it. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. You were on a dry spell for like two years, man. Like, fuck. Right. So it's just like, I, I encourage that shit. Like, I've always want to push like towards the homies always like, you know, ain't no fun. The homies can't get done. Right. There's a whole song about that, right? It's the truth, right? I, I encourage, I don't hate. I don't hate. If the girl looks better, props, right? I give them the dad, like, yo, yeah, like, get it. I know this is guy talk. We're like so fucked. I got up. a question for you, man. So, scenario let's say um, a girl come to the club with her man, you know, they chilling, but they fight and everything, and the dude leave her at the club, but you see her and you feeling her. And she gives you the green light. What do you do? What's a green light? What is it? What is it? What, what green light is she? Are they throwing at me? That's the question. Uh, the um, like you know, come. I can't catch tight. it. Hmm? The come and take me home tight. Green light. Like, what was she saying? Did she say it to my face? Like, hey, come and take me yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, but she just walks up to me and say, "Hey, take me home." Yeah, pretty much. But you know, like you don't know if like the man's left or he's just not around her in the club. Would you still take her home? Uh, oh, it's that question, Kim. Um, <laughs> you saw that question too. I it, is it is it my friend? Is it nah. a friend of mine? The guy is this complete person? Yeah, no, I also talked to him. That's happened a few times. Yeah, I mean, okay. like I think you've been green light. I mean, if it's not my friend, it's someone I know. I'm just like, mm, okay, I'm sorry that happens to you. Guys are assholes, and like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> guys are assholes. Would you be down to watch your homie if the girl wanted you to watch Dante? The girl wow. wanted me to watch. She wanted me to watch. I don't think I'd be down for that. The girl wanted me. All to right. Watch. So I unless I'm participating, I gotta, I gotta participate. To I gotta participate. So being super like sparse in the details here, because I want this coming back when I make my 2044 presidential run. But um, <laughs> right. I've been watched. I got a homie who likes to watch. Wow. And so, <laughs> sorry, just the, the chat. I've been watched. I had a homie who likes to watch, and I'm not opposed to being watched. And so I was with the chick, and my homie was like, I talked to him. I was like, yo, I got this girl. She's down to look. Like, he went, you know, do you want to come over? And he was like, yeah. And so he came over and he watched while I did things to the girl. Wow. I mean, that was, that was his learned stuff or what? Uh, the girl was into it as well. That was a first time for me. I wasn't really like super gung ho about it, but I was like, one, he's like one of my closest homies, and two, she's super ready. So, what are we going to do here? And that's, uh, yeah. Okay. This is how children are made, Red Pill. You need to be careful out here, okay? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this is how children are made. You need to. <laughs> This is how you become a godfather. I was there. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. <laughs> I was there. I saw everything. I remember when you were twinkling your dad's eye. I recorded it. Look. Then you weren't. You were twinkling your dad's eye, and then you were in your mom's eye. That's what I saw. I mean, you took it to daddy's eye. 
man. That was that was pretty wild. Uh, um, I love these episodes with no topic. It's just just talking yeah. shit. Or there was I lived a situation where I had a girl and then I had her friend back to back, and like I was with I was with the girl and then after that her friend came in the room and she left. So I was with the friend, but they knew like it was a trade off basically. And uh, that one was pretty wild. Wait, did you have to choose between one or did they both down? So this was actually at SantaCon. This was a SantaCon. And what happened oh, was shit. one was Holidays. one was for me and one was for my uh, my buddy that I went with. And my buddy ended up like, I mean, honestly, like that I'm not gonna say too much. That SantaCon was fucked, dude. This was a couple years ago. And so he ended up like leaving me with both of the girls. But the girls like didn't want to like have a threesome. So one was basically like we were there their apartment one was like taking a shower the other one was in the bed with me and then after i was done i went back out in the room whatever we're joking around i ended up just standing next to the other girl kissed her and then she grabbed her hand and brought her back to the room and uh yeah Oof. Mm, that is probably like the craziest thing i've ever ever done other than that it's just like you know like in the car park supermarket bathroom nothing really uh, man, you know that's that's, that's oh, like, supermarket that's <laughs> that here's market PDA man. That was a girlfriend. That was a committed. No, I'm, I I remember this dude came up to me at my work. He said, "Hey man, I just fucked this girl in the parking lot." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh my god. No, what had happened was so I yeah, so I I I actually got caught by mall security. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, the, the, of course, mall security, they're a bunch of fucking gossipers. How the whole fucking mall knows what I'm working with. Right. And they know what I was doing. Because I was, like, parked right outside JCPenney. So, it wasn't, like, ducked off somewhere. You were like, broad daylight. <laughs> in your car with no tents. My car has zero tents. <laughs> and the, the most cracking parking lot of all the mall. He could have gone to like a like Sears parking lot. It just did it right oh, there. I'll never forget too. They were shining their high beams at me. I told the the girl was my girlfriend. It was a committed monogamous relationship. We just liked doing really risky ass shit. So we were into. Uh, we did you know we we've been in trouble before. It was nothing new. And so uh, they're shining their fucking light and they're like flashing their lights and shit like that. And then the girl's like, "Oh my god, we gotta stop!" And I was like, "No, I'm like I'm so close. Just keep going." And I ended up not finishing, but. You know. Yeah, man, that's stressful, dude. I I stopped. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you know you're the age, but like when I was like working at the outlets, I, that was what it was happening. I was like, oh fuck, I need to like people. People know who I am. <laughs> it's super uh, awkward too, like seeing security guards because they're all like, we know what your dick looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, we know <laughs> oh man, oh man, I'm telling you, man. See, Donish, I'm sorry, man. We we we're a little too uh. Too little uh, vulgar for you, man, right now. No, nah, you're uh, good, man. You know. I mean, you know, it is what it is. He said it is what it is. He's like, whatever, y'all. Y'all some horse. <laughs> yeah, just just tell us. Just tell us. What did, uh, what did homeboy say? He was like, I don't know about you guys, but uh, that was like seasons ago. And dude got mad. <laughs> dude, dude was calling us out. Because we were we like. We always we, get called out for something. Yeah. Huh? What, what was it? When was this? I don't remember. No, this Mark, Mark Kelly gets called out for the, everything. Renaissance now is calling us out. Oh yeah, yeah, Renaissance man. Yeah, because, like, so my whole thing is, and this is my this is my philosophy, right? No means no, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. But let her tell you no. 
Like as a guy, and that sounds bad, but let me explain. Let me explain. Like when you're with a girl, you don't really know how much she's willing to do until you really try, right? She's going to give you choosing signals, and you're going to have a great idea. In Dante's case, she's in his hotel room, right? She came back not knowing anything to their hotel room and was waiting for one of these guys. Obvious, Dante's going to try whatever he wanted to try. But if you're at a party, you're sitting with a girl, and she's crossing and crossing her legs. She's playing with her hair. She's leaning in. She's laughing. She's touching your, your, you know, your leg or whatever. At that point, honestly, just going for the kiss. See what happens. She'll lean back or she'll give you a cheek or she'll do, you know, she'll do something. And if she's giving you a kiss, put your hand on her thigh and see what happens, right? And she's okay with that. She puts her hand on your hand and moves it closer. Then it's like, all right, let's get out of here. You know? And so it's like a lot of situations I've been in were just because I wasn't afraid to be told no. If the girl's like, oh, no, not right now or not yet, we'll be fine. I was actually on a date with a super fun date with a girl. And Anne Shirley and Kylie were also at that bar. They were oh, wow. also at that bar, so they just happened to have a little girls' night while I was there with another with uh, this girl that I had met online. And I don't know if they saw it, but I got rejected. Like I went in for a kiss, and the girl was like, mm. "You know, she leaned back. Like it happens." But it's just when you're trying to get serious like that, it's kind of like you just can't be afraid to like push the mold. And that is like to do that, you kind of have to like not be afraid to be a bit arrogant, not be afraid to like be the asshole in the situation. Yeah, that's one of those where you're not trying to be the good guy. Yeah. I want to ask the women on here, okay? I know some women, or a lot of women on here who are tuning in. I appreciate y'all coming in. Now, what is the green, what is the green light signals? Are, is it the twirling, of, you know, the cro- arms crossed, legs crossed? Like, what is, what is the ideal? Like, what is, what is the go sign for a guy, for, for a guy to approach? This is something I actually always been doing to know, because I never catch on. And someone's like, oh, no. man, that person's feeling you, you, man. I'm like, I don't know. Unless you tell me it's okay to, like, go in for the kiss or whatever uh, i'm not doing it that's just me i know she I, has to tell you yeah <laughs> i just uh, go I'm, in I'm, I'm like, 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 <laughs> I, like even when i go on dates man I, I ask the woman before i kiss her don't do that really don't do that i promise you if she likes you and doesn't want to kiss you you trying to kiss her is not gonna ruin it straight up if she likes you and you're going for a kiss and she leans back and goes, oh, not yet, if she, it's not going to ruin anything, right? You are not wrong for wanting to kiss somebody you are spending time with and are attracted to, right? I do all the time. Don't ask. Don't ask. When you ask, it ruins the polarity. It ruins the tension. Because, mm. yeah, especially with women, like, they just – women love the tension and the release. Here's, here's one of my complaints I have for women, and you guys can come for me or not come for me. I don't care. They will. They always want to start an argument before an important event. I don't know why they do it. They always want to argue for Valentine's Day. They always want to argue for anniversary. They always want to argue before a birthday. They always want to argue for Christmas. There is always some big to do before an event. And it's because women need this tension and release. They want to feel this pent up like stress and then just release. And that's like the first kiss. Like you're on this date, you first meet, it's a little awkward. Then it gets better, then it gets better, then it gets better. And now you guys are kind of holding hands. And then she looks at you and you look at her. Her eyes go to your lips. Your eyes go to her lips. She's like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's just too much. And then you just. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because like, and no flex, but 90% of the time it's worked for me. And then there's also been that 10% that said not to ask. It was a turn off. So, and nowadays too, with kind of like, there needing to be more affirmation. It's, uh, 
you know, it's one of those things that's kind of confusing at times. Yeah, it's hard to read it, man. Honestly, I have, I still have a hard time reading that fully, but I was always always told to go like what Kim said, hitch nine. I go ninety, they go ten, right? Um, you know, I usually just you know if they if they turn their head a little bit, like oh okay, that's, this is not. What are you feeling? I still do it anyway, like an animal. Like I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't be like an animal coming after attacking her. But I, mean, I may look a little Wolverine looking, but you know. Um, that's happened to me. When that happens to me, honestly, I just kiss him on the cheek. I just lean back, and I after nothing happens. I just continue on with my normal conversation. I just relax, right? And then we split the check. So no, Kim said, <laughs> split the check. Wow. Hey, hey, hey! Put your card there. What do you mean? Yeah, man, I you pay for this full <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, look, hey, man. When things are back up, I gotta see y'all in action. <laughs> I was like, uh, you we got want to draw. We want drama and tension. It, it equates in our mind as romance, passion, and sex. Yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna take a thirty-second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Y Day Podcast. It's on www ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on and we're on soundcloud apple google play and we're also on uh, spotify so and we also actually have this video um the episode of the video on our youtube channel on the Y date podcast web, uh, youtube channel which is also in that website and we have a patreon website as well now if you guys want to donate five dollars a month is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode. And just put it in there. And Or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. And let's get back into the episode. Wait, actually, not this is like a good question to ask uh, the audience too. Do you prefer a guy to ask or not to? We yeah, Kim said no, that. don't ask. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I, they they yeah, they 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 comment on that. Yeah, they would. I, I didn't want to say tell you, but you know. Oh, it's all good. No, man. <laughs> you did what it is, you know. Nah, but um, I mean, it's good that you asked. I'm glad you're so nice about it. Um, yeah. we're just gonna work. Red, Red, Red Pill and I are just fucking assholes. And shit, man. We're like fucking like not caring, you know. Thing, like with like the whole like consent thing, that is a valid concern. I think we should talk about that. That is a valid concern. You know, mm-hmm. you want to meet the bad guy because I'm gonna say we're gonna be real. Not every single case, not a hundred percent of the cases are the guy's fault. There are women out there who change their mind about how they feel about what happened after it already happened. There are women out there who purposely want to hold something over you. It, it is the truth, right? We should take all cases seriously, get all the facts, and then judge accordingly. But the, the reality is. A girl could lean in for a kiss 
and you kiss her, and then later she'll tell somebody, oh, he just grabbed my face, and I don't like that. Or I cheated my mind after the fact that it happened. I don't want that yeah. to be anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's all about contextual. That's like, those are, but you look how those things happen. That happens when you're messing around with coworkers. That happens when you're messing around with somebody, and there is a certain power dynamic, whether you guys are in a business together, whether you guys manage a property together, where you guys like share some type of joint custody or something, right? I think it's very, one, it's very, very important when you're dating women to make sure that there really isn't too much like permanently connecting you guys. You guys don't have a job you both depend on. You guys don't have a, a, a property you both share. You guys don't have that thing, right? Before you start dating. Just because you don't want that to become a tensious factor where she slept with you. Now she regrets her decision and she knows everyone knows that she slept with you. And now she's going to start telling this different story mm-hmm. to make her seem like she didn't want it as much as she really did, right? I'm not saying that happens every time, but it does happen sometimes. But in the end, if you're reading body signals and the chemistry is there, if you go in for the kiss and she doesn't want to, it'd be obvious. Just lean back and relax. Don't ask. Yeah. I got you. Hey, man. Uh, the you biggest got this sign time. is that she's looking at your lips and you know for sure there's nothing in your beard or on your teeth. <laughs> Good sign. Got to lick your lips, man. You got to do the, the LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good sign. Uh, my favorite thing is I like to lean back away and then see if she leans in. I had to grab their face. To grab their fucking face. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Got a face like, mm. There's some Kevin Hart here right there. Mm. Yeah. Grab their face. They're just shocked. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely, she said, Kim says, definitely sweet him. There's also time to be sweetened in the time to show alphaness. Wait, yeah. Dante, how many people said that? Don't ask when, uh, I mentioned uh two that. girls, two girls. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know that, uh, um, Aunt Shirley was on here earlier, but, um, yeah, she's just laughing at our stories and shit. My stories are always interesting, man. I have so many stories of fucking drug stories, man. Terrible. I got drunk stories, but it's not like, oh my god, you know. It's like women drunk stories. They're like crazy. Uh, no, all my women stories, I'm sober. All my drunk stories are not gonna do stupid shit. Almost yeah, never. Man. How come I get like drunk stories with women, man? Like I've been in some crazy situations, man. You a hoe? Oh, yeah, no, you, you the, <laughs> You know that yeah, ludicrous and cheap pain song. If I take one more drink, that, nah. that that's like your theme song right there. Oh man. no, man. There was one girl that like got so drunk she fell down some stairs and like she tried to take me down with it i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> oh he pushed me <laughs> she was she didn't know what happened i was like what happened because it was the, it was the girl i was talking to her friend and she was like fucking drunk and annoying i was like god you're fucking annoying like i'm trying to go, i'm trying to talk to your friend like right i had to take care of her and she finally says i'm like oh my god what happened She's like, I'll let you know. Her friend wasn't interested and was like, I don't know how to get out of this. And the other girl was like, Don't worry about it. I got you. And just threw herself down the stairs. I mean, <laughs> Wait, she... I, got, I, got a, I got a question for y'all. How do what? you handle um, a, a friend that's into you, but her friend's by herself and she's blocking y'all? Man, like, like you, so a girl I hate when the friends are drunk and they have to take, take care of them. Yeah, I hate that shit, man. It's fucking annoying. You're just honestly in that situation. You just gotta just take the L. You like, don't oh want to be held responsible, and you're not gonna ask her to choose between y'all. Actually, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is be like, 
look, your friend little slot right now. The war- I want to kick with you, but you gotta handle that. The worst one is when it's in a club and you're sitting there like, oh, I, gotta, I have to make sure she's okay in the bathroom. I'm like, man, was she all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, I'll tell you right what? now, like, <laughs> she's not checking on her. You know, that's one of those, like, she's not really, just wants to just go. It's like, okay. You have to take the I've L's. Yeah, yeah, you have to take the L's. You, you, you could be the dick and be about it, but, like, you could yeah. just fall up later, honestly, but, like, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, like, man, this girl fucked up shit for me. That's cool, whatever. It's cool. It's all right. I'll just follow Don't later. Let, like, like media and like all these like the man co- <laughs> and dating coaches like fool you, but you cannot bang them all. You just you will never have a hundred percent success. I take the L. I'm like I know for sure after this time in the club, I will not call you again. This is like the only small window you get when the girl is like a little bit tipsy and you're a little bit tipsy. Anything can kind of happen. If it doesn't happen, you're like hmm. Yeah, like, uh, that's like, like that. that you can't call them again. Too, or... You can't call them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, I was yeah, in the club. We were hella drunk that night. <laughs> if I get a number and I don't close, I'm definitely calling the next day. I'm going. Yeah, she's going to have to. She's, she's got to say no. Yeah, you don't know that. until she says no. You just don't know. Yeah, and I don't think it's persistent. Like, the first time she says no, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, that's. That, that's I learned that. I learned that in the clubs. I mean, this is bars and clubs going out and drink. We're talking about those scenarios. But, like, yeah. I've obviously, like, had to learn to take the L's, like what Red Pill said. You got to take the L's, man. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, damn. It's like, well, right, we can call tomorrow. We talk to me tomorrow. I'm like, it ain't going to happen tomorrow. Or two, like here's another one. You got to learn to say no sometimes. That's a that's one that I think that I've, like, I was really good at early on. Is like, you just got to say no. There are girls out there who are going to like you and they want to give themselves to you, but you don't need to add every willing woman to your body count. Mm. Like, you do need to have some level of temperance, some level of discernment. Some of them say no. Right. I don't care if she's, you know, there's been girls who have some super cake. They got super cake. It's almost a layup. They're very interested in me. We have great chemistry, but I just know, like, yeah. man, this is not somebody they want to entertain. It, this is not a body on my body count. This is it, not. It, it, I get what you're saying. I hear you saying, Red Pill. I hear what you were saying. Honestly, Uh-oh. um, but it's it, it it's only for people who can get it consistently, right? Like you could say no in that situation, but for people who like who don't get it often, they get excited for it, right? So it's like it, you, for you, you kind of know you're like, all right, I've had it often. This is what it is. Like it's hard for you to tell somebody to say no when they're in a situation, right? Like for someone who doesn't get it often, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, all right, I'll take anything. Uh, I'll simp out, do whatever. Right Huh? I don't even talk. Well, how often is optics? I'm definitely on a dry spell right now. You're on a dry spell? Okay, well, I'm talking about like dating apps. You know, if you go back in the game, you know your percentage is still you're still gonna get some. Like there's there's no NF butts about it. Am I wrong or am I right? If you want to go in there and put your work, because your focus really isn't that right now. Your focus is doing your own shit, handling your business. But when you really want to go out there and get yourself out there, you're like, all right, cool, let's go, let's get it in. Right. I mean, right now you're kind of like, eh, you putting your, you dipping your toe in the water. Like you're like, I'm gonna go a little dates here and there. I'm chilling, but when you want to go in, you know, that. you know. Yeah, no, this past like, I'm so I have this many on the roster. Same, zero. I let them all. Well, actually, one let me go. One got a little tired of my shit. Let me go. And then the other side stopped talking to me. Stopped talking to me. It was obviously not going anywhere. I'm not dating anybody. I'm not looking for dates right now. I was um, actually I was talking to a 
to Donish. And we're talking about kind of getting our lives together and, and what, what it takes to kind of step back and then refocus and, and really get in touch with yourself. And I had this, this vision, I would have this vision of how I want my lifestyle to be. And just one day I woke up and I uh, had a really bad day at work. This is right for, I don't know if you guys I got a car accident, my car totaled. So I have to buy a new car right now. Oh shit. I uh, didn't know that. I'm glad you're okay, yeah. man. So it was like literally within seven days, one, I got a car accident. My car was totaled. Uh, someone incredibly close to me passed away. And unfortunately, I'm not in a position where I'm talking to them anymore. So that really hurt. So they passed away and I, I couldn't reach out to like, I, 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 reached, I reached out to like their friends, but I'm not talking to them anymore. I'm not talking yeah. to her anymore. So that yeah, really, really hurt me. Uh, I looked to happen at my job. It was like, it's all within like seven days, right? So I got a second job, all this stuff. And then I kind of realized like, for me to get that lifestyle that I wanted, it, it's not a life achievement. That's not, that's something that I can just do now. It's a mindset when I want to have this laissez-faire, relaxed, super like focused on certain things or just enjoying the moment. And uh, I remember me and Don just talking about it and I was telling him, man, you got to step away for a bit. You, you can't be afraid to be alone and step away. So I was like, all right. So there's no social media on my phones. I stopped dating. I got all the dating apps off my phone. And so uh, I've just been really, when I say I'm doing me, like I'm really doing me. And I'm like really kind of just taking care of my shit right now. And um, I feel like, yeah. So I'm not dating at all. I've been in dry spell for a minute. Yeah, but you, you choose to. You choose to be in a dry spell. I'll tell you right now, like, I'm, it's not that hard. Yeah. And I know it's it's one thing for me to say this, but it's also, it's like, it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I'm at. The only gift I had was that I was tall. That was it. That was the only thing given to me is that I was tall. I showed up to the gym every single day. I was reading all the articles on men's fashion. I have all, all the fucking, I have over 107, 117 books in my room right now. You can't see them. I'm not going to show you because there's no bookshelf. They're just stacked on top of each other. But I'm the one who read all the books on dating. I'm the one who read all the books on engineering dynamics. I showed up every single day to school to figure this shit out. So yeah, now I got options and I can say no. Any guy can do that. Any guy Girls can. are picky, sure. but they're not as picky as you think. No, no lie. Girls are choosy, but they're not as choosy as you think. Markel, no lie. I thought you were going to say 107 suits. I was like, man, it makes sense. After how many times you post on Instagram? All you need is three good suits, man. Black, dark blue. You don't even need a black suit. Black suit, definitely. You need a black suit. You don't need a black suit. Any place you can wear a black suit, you can wear a dark navy blue suit. Dark, hey. Oh, I said dark navy. There's, there's three colors. Dark navy blue, gray, and black. Those are like the three colors you really can get. You could rock anywhere. 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 Okay, I, I'm not gonna say okay to that. Actually, no, not not okay. Not true. <sighs> For someone who's not fashion enabled, okay. But you only need about an hour on YouTube to figure out how to dress in a suit. That's so, true. That's right? true. But like I was saying, what I'm saying is, I, I got through with a black suit. Men, men, I think there's a big misconception here about what it takes to get women, right? Or just to get like consistent dates. It's not the nice car and uh, the money. E- not really. It's all about that's Zahavian signaling, right? Which you guys put that up. Zahavian signaling is like when the penguin gets the shiny, the shiny pebble and like brings it to the other penguin and is like, oh look how shiny this rock is, it's yours, can you bang? Like that's that's what the nice car and, and the money does, right? But the reality is it's like it's just stability and assertiveness. And then after you've demonstrated both of those, generosity. That's that's all it is. That's literally all it is. So whatever stability means to you. 
it's going to attract women who like that kind of stability, right? Guys who don't like stability and are extreme risk takers are going to attract really beautiful women who like risk takers. Those are the same women who are going to leave once you lose that bet, right? It doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot because one, if you create stability for yourself, you'll have a level of confidence from the inside out that most men don't have. Like all the, all these like self-made millionaires who did it like the, do like investing and stuff like that. And they just dress like super simple all the time. They don't give a shit about anything because the confidence they have from being paid is like all they need. Yeah. They don't care about all this other shit anymore. Yeah, like Gary Vee um, and everyone. I never seen that man in a suit. <laughs> you know he got bad leverage. Don't put that man in a suit. Oh, Gary Vee? You know Gary oh, okay. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking shit, but. Yeah, you are talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, man, Kevin Samuels, man. Let's talk about Kevin Samuels one time. Oh, that's, that's okay. the main thing. Well, before we even get into that conversation, I don't know who that dude is. Who is this Kevin Samuels everyone's talking about? He's a prophet. No, <laughs> I am his reincarnation. Cordis, what was it? Uh, Anna Shirley called me young Kevin Samuels. Somebody called me young Kevin Samuels. Uh, you the Kevin Samuels? Oh, shit. He, he's just a really well-dressed brother who tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. But his gimmick is he's really good at shutting women down and not falling for the their deflection and and like the uh, the circle talk and all that. Like he's really good at break getting through all that, getting through the sound barrier of the bullshit, being like, "Well, no, you're asking." His whole premise is you're asking for this, and you're not this. The men you want want this, and you're not it. But you think you deserve it for false reasons. Mm. That's his whole his whole shtick. Exactly. But he's incredibly sartorial, very well dressed. Oh man, he always he always takes his glasses off and then cleans it and he gets a new glad pair of glasses every time. Man, I'm like, how many glasses this man got? Then he has a Red Bull. He always gets the Red Bull. Red Bull is always the one. <laughs> Red Bulls are sponsoring him. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. I should cut out energy drinks, man. Oh really? Just, yeah, all those all those dyes and stuff like that in there and the, the artificial flavorings are really really bad for testosterone levels. What yeah, you, I need to you, you, you did what, Kim? Kim oh, she, uh, she was the one who called me young Kevin Samuels. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. you called her? <laughs> she called her that? She's the one who called me that. And Shirley says he comes at men, too. He comes at everybody. He wants... It's accountability. You got to hold yourself he accountable. He chooses violence. I mean, like... Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll come at people. He don't matter. But it happens to be women who just pop on his shit all the time, and they just yeah. want to talk their shit. He had an episode talking about... um, What's it called? Uh, I forgot. Uh... He was talking about something. It wasn't a value. It was it was about modern women. It was Kim could probably tell me. He was talking. Oh, smiling, smiling. Women should smile more, right? And like black women, like why should we smile for? Da, 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 da. Like he's like, well, like what you said, Red Pill earlier. Like on a couple episodes ago, he was like, we don't want a girl that's like not smiling, doesn't seem happy, right? We don't oh, like yeah. that. Shit. It's not attractive. But the girls like have that RBF, right? <laughs> that face. You just can't tell. You know what I'm talking about. You know, I don't. Right, I don't know a single man who's ever said a bad attitude is attractive. I know dudes who like girls who are a little zesty. I I have a preference. I like for them sassy, yeah. Women who are Eastern European, Middle Eastern, and Black and African. So in those cultures, the women have a little more zest. So I'm, I, I like that. But I'm not going to date some chick who's like super rude. I'm not going to date chick who doesn't smile. I'm not going to date some chick who feels like she's entitled. Like, why would I do that? Yeah, so, I had to, so, I had to you know, deal with something like that too. I was like, nah. So Kim, he he actually did a panel with Joe Budden 
um wow. kevin samuels he actually he actually talked to a lot of men there was a, i don't know if it's out yet but he was talking to joe Budden because i follow his podcast a lot i'm waiting to see the episode pop up yeah the things he goes viral for is him like getting on women but the things he talks about most is all about men yeah it is he's a it men's is. um image consultant that's what he that's his job hmm. But, I never know. saw a man who said a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. For real. And, and these girls think and it's because like they conflate like being, you know, being like a bad bitch with like because that's what men talk about what they want. And so men are all over online. And these girls have bad attitudes, but unfortunately they're sex symbols and you're not. So well, they kind of get away the, with that. The dumbasses go for that shit though. So that's what they 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 feed that energy of like that bad attitude shit. So it doesn't help that these dudes are doing this shit anyway. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes, whatever. She can like, talk to me crazy. And like media stuff, too. They like show women with bad attitudes and they show the men going for that. So it's like it's enabling and showing that, oh, you have to go with the chick with the bad attitude. No, you're not going to sit there and talk to me stupid. I don't care who you are. I don't care. I don't care. Rihanna not going to sit there and talk to me stupid. I ain't going to take it. Okay. So... I'll keep it as so real because at some point it's self-respect. And honestly, I feel like a lot of women do that as like a test. She's going to talk to you a little bit stupid just to see what you're going to say. And the minute you tell her, hey, it's not like that. Like that. I promise you, she's going to get a little moist. She's going to respect it. She's going to respect it. She's going to be like, all right, this man has boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's true. It's true, man. Um, we got to have boundaries, man. I learned that, I think, later on in my life, like probably in like my 30s. <laughs> Same. I learned more about my boundaries. I kind of allowed a lot of that that shit in. I'm glad you're better with the red pill at your age. But like, I yeah. I was on a lot of shit coming in. Like I was like, yeah, man, whatever. Like toxic energy. Women, it was really toxic that I was hanging out with. Mm. Just not good energy, you know. And it, it it puts a toll on your body, man. It does, yeah. man. It's crazy, dude. I'm turning 34 this year, and I just now learned about from reading dating. Yeah, yeah, man. I have to say this, like, I don't know if I ever talked about this, but like my, my quote unquote backstory, like how I became the red pill, like why I chose that as like my moniker. Like when I tell you I got dogged out in like the most disgusting way possible, you know, like I got dogged, like everything that you like would experience with a different woman individually. I experienced all this shit with the woman I live with. Oof. Right. And, um, and it was bad. And after that, it was like, I was so hurt and I was so broken. I was affected financially. I was affected spiritually. I was affected mentally. I was affected physically. After all of that shit, I was like, I can never go through that again. Hmm. If you talk to my, my coworkers or, or even Anne Shirley knows this, it's kind of like a running joke. Like I don't keep women around. Like my whole thing, I am a little commitment phobic. Even though I talk about I want to be married and have a hundred sons, but um, like I am a little commitment phobic because of that. There are some things that I'll see and I'm like, Red flag, I'm out. I'll yeah. ask Trick, I'm out. I'm well, just I mean, one of those. I'd be like, I'll, just, I'm leave. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, hey, you did something stupid. Like, I can't go with this. I'm out. And I'm learning how to be more accepting. I'm learning now how to be more compassionate, right, and be a bit more empathetic and be a bit more like realistic. Of you're not gonna find somebody with a clean slate. It's mm-hmm. not realistic. Uh, Wait, question. So, w- in the past, were you looking at somebody completely with a clean slate and just like nothing? I judged harshly, more harshly than that I do now. Mm. But I believe that like long-term relationships are made in the first three dates. 
Yeah. Right. My, it's just find someone on your own wavelength. My biggest problem is uh, I'm too accepting. Yeah. That that codependent side of me just comes out and it's just like bring it all in. I'll take. See, but that's that 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 gener. I'm gonna call that that generosity that comes from your kingliness, right? Your innate divine kingliness that every man has. You just have to just hold back with that a little bit longer. Gotcha. That acceptingness and that generosity is really gonna pay you dividends in the long run in like marriage and relationships. But in the beginning, I'm straight up. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Men are the gatekeepers of commitment. When she's on a date with you, it is a fucking interview. Like, you know, have a great time. Be relaxed. Don't put any pressure on her. Women hate pressure. Women absolutely hate pressure and they hate obligation. They hate those two things together, especially. Right. But they're interviewing. That's that's the reality. Like, if you want date number two, it's completely predicated on how well you do on date number one. If you want date number three, predicated on date number two. If you want to be my girlfriend, you have to act like you like me. I'm not one of those where I'm a chaser girl, chaser girl, chaser girl. And then she caves in and I go, you're my girlfriend now. And now we're boyfriend and girlfriend. That's the same girl who's going to go fuck Dave from accounting and leave you and take half. Mm. I, and I'm not saying don't treat her. I'm not saying treat her poorly, right? Yeah. Take her on fun dates. Most of the time, you're going to take the bill. Pick her up. Get her flowers occasionally. But you just really need to know what indicators of interest are and you need to make her try a little bit. I think women put in, in the early dating process, women don't put in nearly as damn near any effort i'm not talking about relationships right women i think put more effort in relationships than men do but up until that point women don't try nearly hard enough they do not women don't ever show up with little gifts for a guy they're not exclusively dating right women don't ever be all like oh we do i want to go take you out right um they they just don't do that they don't try Mm -hmm. If you want a third or fourth day out of me, you have to try. Wow. There needs to be some, you call me and be like, oh, I know you just got off work. How are you doing? There needs to be some, I wake up some cute little pictures you sent. There needs to be some, oh, I really want to see you. Are you free this week? Can we go out? Right. That's what I'm looking for too, man. I don't I mind picking her up. And I don't mind paying for the date. You better fucking act like you like Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I have that problem too. I just, you know. Uh, kind of why I just stare away after a while because it's just like I don't I don't see that right and it's just you know as a man we have to lead right we're gonna go that 90 percent right we're leading but you have to like dial in your ability to see reciprocation hmm. right like they're like if a girl is really excited to go on a date with me and she's calling me and she's texting me and like she's really interested I'm going to take her on a really nice date and we're going to have a really good time. If a girl isn't really all that interested, she hasn't reached out to me once first. And we're talking like once every other four days for our first date. Yeah. We're getting coffee and walking to the park. <laughs> right. That's or anything you're going at all. Yeah. I feel like red pills is like a whole different person than he was a couple episodes before, man. Person development, huh? That PD. Nah, uh, I respect it, man. Kicking Some in. Huh? Things fucking right now. Yeah, man. You know, I'm, I see you, man. You know, it got me able to check myself, man. You know, haircut and everything, man. Man, you, you oh. can say right now, the number one thing that I've been doing, dude, is spirituality. That 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 gaping hole that men feel, and we just can't fill it no matter how many chips we bang, however much money you make. That's spirituality. Just just want to give a shout out to Tricks a Million. She just popped in. What's up, girl? Just yeah, but she popped in my 
put eyeballs on it. Tricks a million. Her name was Tricks a million. Tricks a million. Tricks a million. Shout out Tricks a million. How you doing? <laughs> you know, and it's funny too, uh, Markel. Like we were talking about by spirituality, um, I kind of came to a more of a knowing myself identity when I started getting more in tune with reading the Quran and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And before it was just like. I don't know, with talking with y'all with the whole identity thing and kind of knowing who you are as a person. It was interesting to me when you guys were sp- speaking about spirituality. I was like, that's something I, I need to get back in tune with. And I mean, something that is, is and spirituality, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it, people like to call themselves spiritual, but I think that's because they don't like to align themselves with any one belief. They don't mm-hmm. want to pick one belief and then, um, uh, and then be like judged for it or have to explain themselves or have to withstand the argument. But the reality is this is kind of how self-development works, right? And the cycle is this, you are confronted with an issue. You're confronted with some kind of galvanizing action, right? And so as a, as a, this is masculine, right? As a man, you with, you don't, you withdraw, you step away, you go to your Walden pond, you go to the the cabin on the hill, you go to the Island, you stay there and you develop yourself with, intentional focus and intentional rest right right? whatever you're developing intentional focus on that thing and then intentional rest and you are detached you are not in communication mostly with the outside world right Mm -hmm. then you go back as your new self your newly molded self but your skin is still fresh you have to develop the calluses you have to develop the scars now you come back with your new personality this new development and you have to be able to withstand the barrage of 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 insults of criticism people you know and it's just this cycle so once you understand that then years down the line same thing you withdraw as a man i think the more times you spend like the easier it is for you to realize okay time to work on this thing or you have that meditation or prayer practice right um something that i do every single night i stare into a candle before i go to bed i know it's not so i have this candle that i like it's like black amber and and uh and peppers no it's it's pepper. No, it's amber and black pepper. Great fragrance. Very subtle. I light it before I go to bed. I can remember like that before I go to bed. It makes me, also makes me think about sleeping. Um, but I would just stare into that candle. All the lights off. I just think. No, I respect so, that. I listen so, to meditation music before I so kind of... Yeah, yeah. So we have a comment here. Uh, Trixie Million actually commented. She said, I personally feel like I'm always a woman. I personally feel like I'm always put more effort than the guy but that's just me how many women like that go through that i'm sure y'all women have to have uh, felt like you've gone to more effort what is the situation that's a, a scenario what is that is she doing too much work or she's is she really alpha is. or is she what what's well what's work to her yeah Did she find the guy ask for her number plan the date Ask for his number, plan the date, pick him up for the date, take him out on the date. What's work? If you're just always texting first and he's not replying and you feel like you're doing too much work, that means just talk to him less. Right? Or Or find a more meaningful, engaging conversation. Maybe that's somebody you shouldn't text all the time. Like, I actually don't text the girls that I'm dating or interested in because I don't want them to have too much exposure to me. And also, I want to set the standard of, I am a busy guy and I do a busy schedule. And when you were talking to me, this is focus time. It's not just like a small casual conversation we have throughout the day, right? So if you feel Wait, like you're you don't take them at all, 
I'll call them, but I don't text them. Or I might just send a, oh, good morning, beautiful, have a great day. And then they won't hear for the next few hours. So I'm having a great day, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you feel like you're consistently doing too much, you have to look at exactly what it is you're doing. Like uh-huh. I said, if you're not asking these guys out, paying for their dates, and then like picking them up and all this stuff, like you're not doing too much. You just don't like what you're doing. You don't like the results you're getting. And if you're like, oh, I'm always initiating, I'm always initiating, step back a little bit. Just step back a little bit. Allow them to, to lead, right? I mean, again, if, if he feels like it's a layup, he has, no, he has no reason to lead. You show indicators of interest. You show that you're interested. You're friendly and you're um, cooperative, right? He should want to take over that masculine role. I feel like you're always doing all the work. You're probably not letting him decide or choose. Yeah, that's true. She said, correct. I don't like results. I'm always leading. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kim said, Markel, you should read Bell Books all about love and slash or offshore love if you haven't already. Uh, Anshuli said, you have to go through the painful growth process. Intentional is key. I feel like if you show men you like them too early, they get less interested. LMFAO, LMAO, because you're operating your, in your masculine. Yes. If you're, I'm not going to say if you show men you like them too early, but if you're not allowing them to put in effort, they're not investing. Sunk cost is a real thing in dating. Like, why do people not get divorced after they've been dating for 10 years? They've been dating, for, or after married for 10 years. They've already married for 10 years, man. They're not trying to start over. Right? They've thought about it. They just don't want to anymore. Uh, sunk costs, and this is also goes back and forth. Allow the person you're investing in to invest in you. Um, if you ever read the book um, Art of Seduction by Robert Greene, he has a great quote in there where it says, uh, if you want to influence somebody, you also have to be allowed to be influenced. Hmm. Right? It is a reciprocal process. So when I'm dating a girl, the first two or three weeks, I might be calling her first, initiating the dates. And then after that, I'm going to pull back a little bit and just see what she does. Right. So let's say we've been dating for a little bit. We've already had sex and I feel like I'm okay. I haven't put in a lot of work. I'm going to step back and see um, what they're doing. If I pull back a little bit and I wake up, you know, two days later and I got a bunch of little sexy photos on my phone, like, okay, this girl's obviously interested. Yeah. We're going to go out or she messages me. Oh, I haven't talked in a couple of days. We want to see you. You know, I've been busy. Okay. She wants to go out. Like she's interested. And then over time, you know, you start a relationship or, or whatever. And, uh, and I'm at a point in my life now where I'm like, again, like I'm watching. I'm always watching other people. I'm always learning from other people's mistakes, I'm always seeing what happens when their dating isn't working out. I'm actually pulling back from promiscuity. I actually think that I think right now the real rebellion and the real way to kind of like be counter to, because people, you know, I, I'm starting to feel like there's a little bit too much free love going on. I hate to say that, but I think you are too promiscuous. And I think, Hookup culture is now becoming detrimental to long-term family planning. And so I think when I look, think about what I want in the future, it's, it's me pulling back from that. Right. So I, and I, you know, if you were talking to me like a few months ago, I've been like, yeah, you know, we, we bagging up bodies and we just doing what we're doing, but I'm at a point in my life right now where I look at what I want to accomplish and what do the winners do? You look at all the, the winners, look at the best um, combat athletes, look at the best entrepreneurs you look at the best political minds look at the best scientific minds all these motherfuckers are married and they've been married for a long time why is that what do they know that we don't know 
And I'm 24. Do I really want to wait until I'm 35 to figure this shit out? All the women are used up. But all the women hate men. Like, I'm not trying to figure that out. So I'm at a point now where I'm like, I I think I'm pulling back from that. I'm kind of thinking like, okay, how often do I need to have sex? How often do I really need to go on dates? How often do I need women around? You know? So So, just want to say, what's up, Nikki? What's going on, Nikki? She said hello to everyone else who's on the video. She said hello. What's up? Trick says, yes, it is. Hate hookup culture. I literally had a whole episode talking about, like, dating in your 30s, how trash it is. Um, People have a hard time leaving that they're invested into. Talk your shit, King. That's what Dan Trilly said. But, yeah, just reading the comments and reading them out to all people. My battery died, but, like, I got a new battery. Let's go. There you go. Yeah. I just, uh, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about monogamy. And, and well, family planning, like being serious. Really quickly, um, yeah. the thing that I I don't know, I've heard this, I don't know how much it applies to these guys who are all successful and married. They found somebody that balances their life. And they, I guess they already knew, like, um, they already knew how to give and take with, the situation that they were in Mm. and that's kind of from then I could be totally off but this is kind of what I've heard and seen and listened to so I guess it's really with just the person that's being put in your life and how much you think they're worth kind of right there's also I mean I say that but also look what happens when they get divorced they get remarried again yeah like you imagine being like a billionaire, divorcing, losing forty percent of your assets, and then getting married again, doing the same shit with no prenup. Yeah. Like that person's not an idiot. I think they just. Uh, I think there's something to be said about spiritual connection. I think I think so, women are oversexualized. I think men are. We're being presented as like either super misogynistic or just absolutely incompetent, right? Like we're not shown as anything else, right? Like the. Um, yeah, I want to do a quick mic check. Someone said my stuff, my mic is static. Let static, me know. Bro. Is it still static? Yes, sir. Y'all didn't say nothing. You was you was you was going off, bro. I was let you talk. Yo, is it still cool? What? No, it's still going on. Is it? All right. Man, y'all didn't say nothing. My bad. Bounce <laughs> it eventually. Yeah, whatever. I'm, not, I'm gonna change something. Up, We're not freezing like last week. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You guys can keep talking. I just want to do a check. But yeah, I'm just, uh, the more I think about it, I'm trying to realize, like, I just don't think, and this is what I was telling you guys, were like, pretty soon I'll start calling myself the gold pill. It's like, it's like the next evolution of the red pill. Uh, yeah, returning to traditional values. I think as men, I think we should do that. I think when we think of, like, glory days, when women talk about how men used to be, what men used to do, that was back when men had really stringent traditional values. For better and for worse, right? Like there is no perfect system of living. There's no perfect way of being. There's no perfect thought process. But I think in my mind, when I think about what is the next wave, what is the next rebellion? I think it is men returning back to faith, men returning back to ritual, men returning back to rites of passage, and men returning back to tradition, right? Mm-hmm. We return back to honoring Skyfather, right? We turn back to honoring God, whatever that is for us. I think it also it's men now evolving to accept a pantheon of gods. I think the future is polytheistic and that's a whole rabbit hole for another day. Mm-hmm. But 
um, I, I think it's men returning back to not like not conquering technology, but basically imposing our will on nature, right? And what I mean by that, it's it's men returning to nature to build and to create and then to protect and then to section off, right? Returning to agriculture, returning back to hunting, returning to farming, returning to these really base man skills. Because um, we see what happens to people when they, their whole entire life is based off their like technological economy. Everything is based off their phone, computer, camera. Right? They become really, really adroit when it comes to technology, but life skills are just missing, real survival skills. And that all becomes the fact that we just forget that we're mortal. We forget that like, you know, like our bodies get ill and we get weak, we get tired, we get sick. And we have to do things now to prevent that. And I mean, men don't care about, like they, they want to be, people want the hype right now. They want to be hype right now. They want to be popular right now. They want to be popping off right now. Nobody cares about legacy anymore. Yeah, it's social media stuff, all social media stuff. Right. And for me, legacy is a big deal. Yeah, like, hell yeah. when I go, I want people to use my name as a verb to describe something. Right. You ever see like, like, I wanted people to be like, oh, so-and-so was, oh, yeah, you know, that guy, he's the Markel of blank. Or he's the Markel of this. Or he Markel that guy. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah, he repealed it this way. Like, I just, I want to leave such an impact that that's how I'm remembered. Right. I mean, it goes back to like goat talk and all of that, you know, it's the legacy of what they leave them behind, even with anything else. And then, okay, so Anne Shirley says, how do you think women's roles will evolve with this in return? I'm going to tell you right now, men have always been the natural leaders. We just have. If men choose to live a certain way, for the most part, women's, women choosing the way they're going to live is reactionary. Right. When men decided to stop valuing traditional women is when women stopped being traditional. Right. When men stopped appreciating traditional women, it's when women stopped being traditional. When women stopped being wanting to be family oriented and rear children. Right. Every girl wants a baby now, but no girl wants to be a house mom. Every girl wants a baby now, but they want to do this whole like, I want to work and have my own thing. And then also have a baby and work split everything 50 50 egalitarian. But men don't have that same ideal. Right. So well, I think when men return to tradition, women will return to tradition. When men return, when men become gold pilled, women will become gold pilled. Let me ask you. So, yeah, let's say you were in that instance where uh, you were with someone and they had a baby and they wanted to return back to work, uh, back to kind of doing their own thing. What what does that like look like for you? Wait, say that again. Uh, like you know how you just mentioned that. Uh, wanting to work after they've had a baby wanting to work and go back to doing their thing how what's that what's that scene look like for you right so i actually don't want my my wife to be a housewife i would like her to stay home for the first year with our baby because i think it's better for our baby i think it'd be nice for her right right uh, that's really important mother mother baby bonding and that bonding is really important the first like four or five years of our child's life like mommy's going to be the most important thing and i understand that and then if if we have if we have a daughter then the dynamic is a little bit different but if we have a son then around age six seven and eight my son's gonna start spending more time with me and i'm gonna give make him go through rites of passage and rituals right mm-hmm. uh, one i'm the women i'm interested in are, are all career oriented and they're all successful but they don't want to spend their whole lives working hmm. Right? Like, I probably wouldn't ever marry a woman dedicated to her career. 
that just wouldn't outdo a woman who has a good job and enjoys what she does and has a more holistic and spiritual view of things because that would be the opposite of me. Right. I'm real goal oriented. I want to conquer things. I want to have that Genghis Khan mentality when it comes to attacking my goals. And so I kind of want to date somebody who's very in the moment and relaxed. And just anecdotally speaking, I always have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Am I so static? A yeah. little bit, but not as bad before. God damn it. All right. I tried. I'm trying. You're better, too close. Right? You're too close. Too close? No, you're good. You're good. All right. Sorry, I was like trying to figure out. You guys were like talking. I was like, oh, man, you guys hear me? <laughs> you guys are still talking. <laughs> I was like, all right, well. um, Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to you guys. But, yeah. I, you know, I was trying to, I got sidetracked. It's all um, good, man. Let's, uh, I'm not sure what we guys, we talking about, so I'm going to read the comments. I'm going to start with the comments. Right. I appreciate the love to people saying things on here on the Twitch, um, on Instagram. Uh, Kim said, oh man, it's a lot. Well, yeah, she said women remain the neck of the house. They just can afford to buy their own gold necklaces now. Like, yeah, I have no problem with her buying her old gold necklace. Go for it. I mean, I'll probably go buy you a couple too. My lady, you, you're going to be... I'm gonna drip you in gold. That's the way it's gonna be. Oh, drip, drip. Amazing in gold. Uh, drip, dripping. Yeah. If your lady's holding you down, you better bathe her in gold. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you gotta go hard for your woman. That's for sure. I, but I, you gotta I, hold me down though. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. Man, I, I'm a firm believer. If that's your woman, man, you hold you hold it down. You know what I'm saying. Like if, if I come home from a long ass day at work and you had a really relaxed day, you went there like maybe let me wash your feet for you. Like no, I don't want it. <laughs> he said, "Wash your feet." <laughs> Yeah, right now, if you're a lady, let's say you're dating a nurse, right? Let's say you have a desk job and you're dating a nurse. And she's been standing her entire 12-hour shift she just took. And she come home. If you don't have a hot bucket of water and it's massage oil ready for her feet when she come home, we ain't doing it right. Facts. Okay, you're saying some, some, some real shit there, Red Pill. I, That's super yeah. necessary. Now, remember no, no. my ex-girlfriend. Like, I had a bad day at work. I would literally get in the car. We shared a car. She, I'll let her use my car and stuff when I was at work, right? And so uh, she would come pick me up, and she could just tell. We were we were so in tune. She could tell about my shoulders were sitting, the way I was standing, if I had a good day or a bad day. If my tire still tied, or I took that bitch off and hanging around my neck, right? Like, no, and I would no. get in the car, and she wouldn't sit there and nag me about nothing. She had a horrible day. She would allow me the peace of mind to, like, gather myself for five or ten minutes in the car. Yeah. Wouldn't say shit. And she would just go, like, she would kind of look at me and she goes, Do you want to play the playlist? I'm like, all right, I have a specific playlist that I would play when I'm stressed out. And she would just already be like, you want to play it? And I'd be like, yeah. And she goes, you want me to drive? And I'd be like, yeah, if you don't mind. We'll get up, switch seats. I'll sit in the passenger seat. And she won't pressure me with anything. Yeah. So, so that also means I have the th- I have 30 minutes until we get home to figure it yeah. out. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, home, yeah, so let's talk about something that uh, someone commented on here, too. Yeah. Also, she said a married man will be the ones to put in more effort in a single woman who are not their wife. Say it one more time. So she said, uh, Trixie Million said, married men will put more effort in a single woman, not their wife. Oh, oh like, like if he has a mistress, he's going to try a little harder with the mistress. I guess people get messages. I mean, I've seen that that's been a trend now that a lot of single like married men would like really pursue single women and go super hard. And then these girls will sorry, don't you got a wife? Like, whatever, right? I mean, I think that's like, uh, I don't think that's, that's, I won't agree with that. She said, I think, she's that she's not wrong. 
She's not, not a woman. I, I think it's one of those where like you, you have these incidences of men having a mistress treating the mistress better, and that's what's being portrayed in the media. I think there are much more really just good, faithful husbands out there than there are unfaithful husbands who are better to their mistresses, right? Or, and if that's really how you feel, then try being a mistress. Try being the mistress? Go be the mistress then. Oh, don't that's be the really mistress. Okay. Go be the mistress. Yeah, yeah. And what I mean, you'll find is different, he pays more, he cashes you out more, right? He does a lot more sweet little pillow talk. But his long-term investment in you is totally different. Hmm. His long-term that's investment right. in you, he does not have a long-term plan for you. you he is leaving you nothing in his will. He, you doesn't want, he does not want you to have any part of his legacy in terms of kids, yeah. ownership of property, shared assets. He's just dating you. He's just cashing you out. Do you think that it's because married men have a little bit more, um, they put their whole foot into something than a single man like us? Like they have a little um, bit more understanding of investment into a woman just, uh, than a single man. We should also ask too, not all wives are great. What's driving him to pursue other women so much harder? You know. Yeah, Trixie like, Man is he getting guys, any women. at home. Maybe he's not getting any sex at home. Well, Trixie Man said, "I don't think I ever met anyone who wants to go long term." You guys want to go long term? We all long term type of people. I mean, there's yeah. out there like we well, all. When I say long term, I mean pair bonding. I would love to find someone yeah. to be together the rest of my life. That yeah, is not that, the reality. That is in goal. It's not. It's not. But that is in goal for a lot of us. It's a lot of people think that way. We just don't think it's realistically in this. Um, you know, in this in this society. So one thing I will say, I've seen a trend is people just be in relationships just to be in them. There's no actual like, there's no actual love there, and it's a yeah. wild thing that I see. People are just unhappy, cussing each other out all the time, and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? But it all starts with the man. <laughs> it all starts with the man. I'm dying. She said, I'm trying like, to write Matt. I'm trying to wear matching tracksuits at Home Depot with my man. Who said that? <laughs> Trixie Million. Yeah. I'm down with Hell that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck Hell yeah. Hey, tracksuits? Come on. Adidas? Let's go. Come on. I'm uh, trying to get that sponsorship. I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't I'm trying to get a sponsor, Adidas sponsorship right now. Come on. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. She said, um, so I have an entry that says she's not wrong. Married men stay out of single women's DMs. Y'all making marriage look wacky. Also, man, a man wouldn't need a mistress if he was being fulfilled in all aspects. Oof. Oof. Nikki said, why does it all start with a man? Oof. Why does it all start with a man? Oh, man, rapid fire. There cannot be a good marriage without a good, strong man. There cannot be a proper relationship without a good, strong man. There cannot be order and direction and structure without a good, strong man. That is what men provide. That is what we do. We see things. We apply structure to things. And if we're really good at doing that, then we're called good men. And if we're not good at doing that, then we're called tyrants, deadbeats, and abusive dads. Right? So you see something. You want to add that thing to your paradigm, right? You want to apply structure. You use your own centered principles to change them out and, and form this thing. And that's the oh. thing. So when you're getting into marriage, right, as a man, you're financially stable. You have intentions on having children. You have set proper boundaries from date number one, right? See, wife ain't going to play you. She knows. She knows you've set proper uh, boundaries since date number one. And so it, it starts with him. He is the leader. He is leading this thing. He's creating this thing. 
His leadership is sovereign, so she only follows his lead if she wants to. She only follows his lead if she trusts him, if he's worthy, right? But leadership is sovereign, but he's the leader. That is the best way it has worked, right? And I can say this definitively because 80% of divorces are initiated by women. 80% of divorces are initiated by women. Uh Why? You about to see you went from went from saying something like, oh, man, I, re- I really believe you just got the women on your side for a few minutes. That hot stuff, boy. It's like you're right here, man. I was like, oh, man, he's been. Nah, I'm just kidding. But, you know, what I mean, it's so just, Nikki uh... said the women can just be, can ju- just as be as strong. She can just be as strong, if not more than a man. Like they can be just strong. Congratulations. But it all starts with the man. And she said, I don't agree, but also prove it. Gotta Wait, prove who it. said what? Nikki. She's on me. She doesn't prove, she doesn't believe that it all starts with the man. Show me a great relationship with the bad man. That the neck turns the head. That's what Kim says. The neck does turn the head. Yeah. That's just, you know what I mean? That's that. Well, what turns the brain? What, turn, what turns the neck? The brain. Where's the brain at? In the head. She said, "See, this this is this is the part where I need to Jamie here to like show some stats." Oh, but still, but still, she says, "We need stats." Show me a great relationship with the bad man. Yeah, I mean, even with stats, dude, people are gonna have their opinions. The stats won't mean anything. People are still gonna argue. All I can say is, women. And I don't mean that as disrespecting about not having good men. And then when I say good men make good marriages, they say that's not true. And it was like, so your all your complaints are about like they're not being good men out there. You can't find a good man. You can't find a wholesome man. Men don't want to wife you up. And what I'm saying is, men need to be good. Men need to be wholesome. Men need to be willing to wife these girls up. And the problem is because men aren't doing that. And then you're saying well, women can be stronger. That's they're not even they're not even closely related. We agree on the same exact thing. Kim said, "I agree with you, Markel. That's true." He actually said, "That's true too." Right. Kim, Kim, Kim's a little man, it's Kim on Kim's, so, Kim's I'm not saying this like get on you or like be like rude or like trying to have some intellectual debate because you're allowed to believe what you want to believe but just know me and you are saying the same thing we agree she says see your view as one-sided I mean everyone it's always different sides of everything so I mean, I'm saying if you're waiting for a man to call you to take you out you're upset man is putting in efforts because you want him to leave Ooh. Right. That you call him, you walk up to that guy, you get his number, you take him out, you pay for the dates, then you get on one knee and you propose to him. Ricky said, where's Kim? I miss her. You want him to leave. <laughs> and you're upset that he's not doing it in a way you respect. Yeah. I don't yeah. other than that, I did have nothing else to say. If, if that's not your case and you're more than willing to get on one knee to propose to him, you're more than willing to make him take your last name, more than willing to pay for all the dates, then you know what? In, in, in your life, I am wrong. And I can own that. But if you're not out there doing that, you can't sit here and tell me you don't want a man to be a good man. It said, doesn't matter how strong you are. He doesn't have to be stronger than you. It's not, it's not a competition on strength. What I'm saying is men aren't doing their part. And for these things to work, they need to do their part. It doesn't matter who's strong. The minute I say anything about men needing to be better, women can be strong too. It's not about y'all. <laughs> Talk yeah, about you're not right demeaning now. anyone. The work is. You just internalize she that. What is it about she you? Said, she said, who hurt you? I was like, damn. 
She said, damn, who hurt you? You trigger me a little bit. I can't even fret because I get that shit all the time. I'm talking about how men need to be better and then we want to talk about how they're just as strong. I'm not talking about y'all right now. We'll get to that in a moment. Right now we're talking about men and men need to do better. But for somehow you got to make that about you. No, that's called narcissism. Yeah, men do need to be better. I agree. I said, why date when freedom is so rich? That's the question. <laughs> you're it's also like, making it also about men first. That you're also. You said you're also making it about men first. LOL. I'm a guy. I'm supposed to make about women first. Go off, young Kevin. She said, "Go off, young Kevin Samuels. <laughs> get it, young. Give it, get it, young, it was like, young Kevin I'm, Samuels." I don't ever tell women what to do. I just tell them what men like. I can't tell a woman how to be a woman. I'm not a woman. I've never lived a day in your shoes. But what I'm saying is, you look at historically what has worked and what hasn't worked. You you look look at your friends. Look at them. What do they complain about? Oh man. You know what the girls at my job complain uh, about? Uh, I know what my homegirls complain about. Why doesn't he call me? Why doesn't he take me out? Why doesn't he do this? Why doesn't he do that? You want him to take initiative and take on that leadership role. And then when he does it, you're either questioning him, you're nagging him, you're sitting post, who hurt you? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, just like I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring more women on this episode in our episodes. I wanna Please see those. do. Please do because one, I don't mind being wrong. Wait, what? Well, what? Wrong. I, don't, I will submit to a damn good argument. I just haven't heard one. Yeah, maybe you know. You, like I said, I, I hear you, man. I hear you, brother. So uh, I like, would... I guess from from my perspective, uh, as what men need to be Can't better. Like, man's world. Ooh, I I got some homies that will be like, oh, my girl tripping, but they out there sleeping around, and it's like, bro, you got to be better. You, of course, he's gonna be, feel some type of way. If you're doing your dirt, you got to be better or you got to tell her what it is. Exactly. Like, I, I, you I, be I, better I, or you got to tell her I have others on the side and this is the, the structure I'm, 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 I mean, I want to happen. And again, it's all sovereign. She should look at him and be like, you tripping and just dip. Yeah. 100% within her rights. Yeah. But it's like, if you want to be in a relationship and you want to have your cake and eat it too, and then you don't want her to have her cake and eat it too. You gotta just straight up tell her that's the way you want it and see what she says. Hmm. Every right to say no. Yeah. Every right yeah. to call you a buster. Man, I don't even know what to title this episode, man. Every time it does, <laughs> I was like, just we're just having a sip yeah, and but, uh, Honestly, you should name this episode Why Day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like we don't get here overnight, like the men need. What's she saying? Like we didn't get here overnight. Like men need. Oh, okay, okay. I, I sometimes I don't understand most of stuff. I'm a little <laughs> slow. I can't read. I'm out. Maybe I'm not as intellectual as Red Pill or Donish, man. You guys are you guys are scholars compared to me. I'm just like, huh? Look, but you also it's super important. I think people can't step back from their own little echo chambers, especially women. You need to step back and look. The same women who are preaching these things, the same people who are saying these things, is it working for them? Is it working out for them? Right? Everyone wants to believe their marriage is going to be different. But if 60% of marriages end in divorce, yeah, you got to bet on you, but you got to be realistic here. Right? Like, I'm at a, like, honestly, there's so much evidence out there, so many supporting arguments, and so many people who are making incredible assertions about why men should not get married. Right. Well, 
This is a and I believe that, I honestly, I do believe in all that. I think it's a horrible idea. I'm one of those I'm willing to gamble because to me, legacy is important, right? Having my children have children have children and they build upon the thing that I've started. That is super important to me. My great slave ancestors didn't do the fucking shit they did. It means you'd be like, nah, fuck that. Women suck. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. they wanted to see their greatest, greatest, greatest grandbabies with the highest highs. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's right. You're true, man. You, yeah, my you're grandfather deep. was born on a plantation. You, I'm not trying to make this like a black thing, but he was born on a plantation. My grandfather, still alive. He ended up going into the Navy. And he's a college professor, college educated. He used to be a lawyer. Then he was a judge. Mm. Right? You think he wants to see his grandson to be like, no, nah, I'm not procreating. Cause fuck that. Because women, women are too irritating. The, the, the other thing, too, though, <laughs> so many people want to be in relationships but don't even want to put the work in. Don't want to put the work in. It's a lot and of work, man. Like, and literally, they're just complaining 24-7, and men and women. It's just like, uh, what are you doing exactly? Yeah. Man, sheesh, you guys are getting so deep, man. I was... I don't know what to say. Any other things? Well, and this, this is this is kind of like yeah, my problem. Kim, Kim said, make it a black thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Markel, go ahead. Make it a black thing. I'm okay. not going to make it a black thing. I'm going to make it a man thing, right? Every man has a grandfather or a great-grandfather who came from a much more horrible place than he was born into, and it's his fucking duty to his lineage and to his ancestors to make it right. It is his duty. That was like I, got an, I, got an, I actually got an argument with my coworkers. And this is going to trigger some people, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Ah, uh, great. If you are an able-bodied man, right, you don't have chronic illnesses or you don't have a major defect, you weren't in a major accident, if you are an able-bodied man, there's no reason for you to not use that to your fullest ability. Right? If, if you have, like, or if you're someone who's, like, super tall or you were gifted of being just stupid fucking smart, you got an IQ of one million, Right? You owe it to everyone who counts on you and everyone around you to maximize your natural gifts. Absolutely. People hate responsibility. They hate being held accountable. And that's the number one issue. All this fucking shit. Why do people ghost? They don't want to be held accountable for breaking some hurt someone's heart. Why do people cheat? They don't want to be held accountable for handling their own demons. You know, and I'm going back to tradition where you have a responsibility to you and those around you to be great. Mm-hmm. I have a to all my homies to be honest to be loyal to be willing to go do the, the fucking dirty job to willing to go pick them up at 2 a.m from the airport because they got in a fight with their girl like i owe it to my homies to be that person i owe it to my future wife to be that husband who is always financially capable and that starts now before i'm even married figuring that shit out right figuring out my investments figuring out my career well i mean and as someone who can speak up for chronic ill people mm-hmm. Men that suffer with chronic in illnesses, they have to know their limits and boundaries and what they can handle, and what can they cannot, and be able to be vulnerable about that aspect. Be able to say, "Yo, I can't do this." Not make yourself miserable because your your significant other wants to do this, that, and the third. You build those boundaries. Say no. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, absolutely. But even then, like you know, like you do the most you can. You do exactly. the most you can to the full stability you can, and exactly. you don't just like unnecessarily let things hinder you, right? And, and that's just kind of like me. Like I'm gonna have certain limitations based off what my, how I am, right? Right. Uh, I'm a very forward-thinking person, but I'm also very, very assertive. That's always gonna be a hindrance to me because some people aren't gonna like the fact the way that I talk. 
I've been told the past four years, you know, Markel, sometimes you talk at people, not to people. To be honest, I'm not really even working on it. That's just like, I'm kind of working on it, but not really. I'm yeah. just trying to cuss a lot less when I'm doing it, you know? Yeah, I respect it, man. That's why, that's why I rock with you, man. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate mm-hmm. the realness. Um, straightforwardness, man, and that's that's key, man. Um, <laughs> ever since I knew this Markel, dude has been straightforward. A bunch of conversations. I've never gotten that uh, that perspective from it. You oh, yeah, have a bunch of conversations. Y'all invite me in those conversations, man. We me and him go deep into spirituality and masculine purpose yeah. and duty yeah. and ritual. We can talk hey, about that. Hey, man. You know, man, it's cool, man. I'm up. Hey, you don't even follow me on Instagram, man. I'm insulted. I, I do follow you. <laughs> I, I, I tag you. I tag you. Australia <laughs> said, when did it become cool to not be dutiful to the ones that are struggling? Okay. No, for real. When? Because, man, 2020 was a year of. Some real yes. snakes. This shit. This shit snakes. Hold on, what was the I question? Have... So Aunt Shirley said in the on the chat, mm-hmm. when did it become cool to not be dutiful to the ones in our circle? Right? What is that? Uh, I don't know. I want to tell you 2020 was the year of snakes. Dog, I've mm-hmm. never been dogged out so bad by my homies in my life. I literally lost like 70% of my guy friends in 2020. Same. Man, it was like people started getting weird. Money started getting tight with some people. People started just speaking on stuff. And just like really trying to stop me from getting mine. I've never done that. I've always been lifting my brothers up. Right. I got tired of toxic energy and being used. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do this for the next episode. All right. Yeah. Because I know things are wrapping it up. We'll tie it in for the next episode. We could talk about duties. Trail and hurt. Let's talk about okay. healing, trail, hurt, and healing. Healing, that's just trauma and healing. I need to get some girls on this episode because I that's know for it, man. That. We did, we did an insecurity episode, and I feel like we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it again. I'm trying to do all that shit. I know for a fact, Kim and Shirley, probably some other girls could be on here. It would have amazing. If they'd be on here, I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll. I won't. I won't drink that time. But I will definitely be in tune. If you guys are down to do that, I'm open to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm down, um, man. I'll be there we'll do for that, that for next week. But appreciate everybody coming on, man, and supporting. Hopefully, we didn't trigger anybody. Mm-hmm. That's not our goal. We just have a conversation. That's Mark really cool. triggering somebody. I got like 20k fucking viewers on my TikTok over just one little conversation. So like, shit can Look. shit can blow up real quick. I got 20k now. I'm looking at it now. Like my TikTok definitely blowing up. I don't. It wasn't intentionally. I just wanted to have a conversation. But. Yes, uh, y'all know I stay in the chats. I'm shy. She said Kim's not shy. That's a goddamn lie. Um, but yeah, anything else you guys want to add on there, or any one of the people who are listening in want to add on? I know people Wait. who are hearing audio wise can't time in, but it's the live stream. Is the after hours show happening or not? Yeah, not this time. Not this yeah. time. We, we talked about all my jams. Yeah, yeah. We went, we went on for two hours now. So I definitely we, went off today for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we chilling. Shit, we big chilling. <laughs> I was going to say, man, it's kind of past my bedtime anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So appreciate you guys coming on, man. More importantly, man, I appreciate Donish last minute coming in. Red Pill last minute, of course, coming in too, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in, sharing your knowledge. Nikki, Tricks a Million. Love y'all, Kim. Always appreciate the invite. Ordinary. Yes, yes. I love the love, man. I love that you guys love this content. I'm gonna keep, it gets me more inspiration to keep doing this. 
Um, but sometimes I wake up like, oh, I don't want to keep doing it. But I realize the impactful shit that happens through this whole thing. So this whole this whole situation. So, um, right. yeah. And you guys want to add before we close it off? Men be better. Uh, be better. Men be better. And women don't make everything about you. <laughs> it's not always about you. And it's like you get upset that we got a podcast. Here we go. with three guys do it again. About men. Here you go. Hop on. I can't tell women how to think or how to be. I'm not a woman. Hop on then. Hop on the podcast. I would love to see you here. I would love to ask you questions that I can't answer myself. I try. I try to be a good facilitator. I try. But yeah, if you guys, we are open to do it. Send me a message. If you guys are on Twitch, send me a message, please. We love to see more people on there, especially more women, more uh, feminine energy on here, because I know it's always just a guy cave. We're just kind of going in. If you saw the, the Leland podcast episode, I promise you it's not going to be. Like, hey. If you come on, it's going to be respectful. It's going to be structured. I'm going to ask questions. I'm not going to just jump down your neck and try and debate. I just don't like arguing. I like your comforters in the back on your bed too, man. I noticed that shit. You, yeah, got new. I got. I was like, I looked at it. I was like, are you gonna do that? Don't let me pull out my Darth Vader socks. Shit. <laughs> nah, man. We talked about this before. He was like, oh man, all right. <laughs> I I just want to give a shout out to that. I like the dope shit that you got, man. I'm not roasting you or that like that, but I, I, I respect you, man. You, you, sheets are sheets, man. All right? As long as they soften, don't stink. Sheets oh, sheets. man, that, that conversation last week with them trying someone trying to roast on the sheets. They couldn't think of nothing else. They couldn't think of nothing else. They're all like, I'm going to give advice right now, and I don't want to take it because I don't believe in taking responsibility for anything. So I'm going to go roast <laughs> on these bed sheets. <laughs> go ahead, homie. Go ahead. That's all you. Yeah. Keep my blessings to myself. All right, y'all. We're signing off, man. Appreciate you, Dante. I appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, Yeah. I'll see you guys uh, next week, huh? Right? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Send me the invite. And let me know this time, please. Yeah. You're just going to get an email every time. Just just keep that in mind. All right, right, bro. Take it easy. All right, y'all.